When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Episode 137 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, October 29th. It's our Halloween episode, and my name is Dan Gorman. I wish, I wish I hadn't killed that fish. Mm. <laughs> my name is Casey Lyons, and this is straight two for me, all right? If I even so much as kill someone, I could go to jail for life. <laughs> my name is Greg Legro, and by the way... The definition of retard is to hinder or to hold back. I think your life is about to become retarded. <laughs> the great William Peterson. Good Lord. <laughs> I'd never seen an episode of CSI in my life. I was at home one night and I was like, you know what? I'm going to check this show out. And I'd never seen ER either. And it was yeah. on afterwards. And I was like, I'm going to see what network TV has to offer me. <laughs> it was like 10 years ago or something. And I put it on and I just caught the end of CSI. And William Peterson saying that. And then I was like... Well, uh, that's it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen never, all I'm ever going to see here. I've never seen any of CSI. I've only ever heard you describe that, that 20 minutes of CSI. <laughs> Pretty good. Awesome. Thanks a lot. I was like, I, I don't know. Like I got the gist of it. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I totally got the gist. I'm like, nothing's ever going to be as good or that bad ever again. <laughs> yeah, you know, they've hit a I'm out. critical. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have so much stuff to talk about. Two of us saw Birdman. And one of us went and saw Ouija, and we'll find out if uh, M-E-D-I-O-C-R-E spells mediocre. <laughs> uh, then we're going to roll for next week. We're going to yeah, see if we want to take a permanent vacation from Aerosmith's album, Permanent Vacation. And then we're going to play 9021 Oh Yeah Relay and TV Dad Cage Match, as always. Yeah. Yeah. But first, uh, first. it's our Halloween uh, episode, so why don't we get into a Halloween-themed-ish uh, version of Itty Bitty Tidbit should, Committee. We should have thought of a Halloween quote. I don't know yeah. what I was thinking. Oh yeah, yeah. Halloween, right? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, candy yeah. spookiness. Yeah. Right? yeah, I just thought, thought there was gonna be shark jokes. No, no shark jokes this week. Yeah. No. The both shark joke books are in my room. <laughs> Alone? <laughs> Alone. Oh. Yeah. Together. Safely stored away in Dan's bank bank. Yes. <laughs> Um, it's an actual bank. It's a bank. <laughs> yeah, you have to spank it to unlock it. <laughs> it's not sexual at all. You don't want to know what he keeps in there. <laughs> um, so obviously it's Halloween. We've all been watching movies. I know, Greg, yeah. you said you had a bunch. It's true. I've got a bunch, and we'll get to some news too. But I think we should do some Halloween stuff off the top. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think? What? So have you been watching? You've been watching TV, right? I've got. Yeah. I, I basically got as I as I mentioned. I think last week. Yeah. Um, I was watching 
season two of American Horror Story. Yeah, no, you... I just started watching that. Is okay. that right? Yeah. I'm Is like, that right? How many right. episodes are you in? Uh, three or four? You just started watching season two or the whole show? Season two. I've okay. seen season one before. Yeah. yeah. So you're up to season three, or, or I mean, up to episode three or four. Yeah. Uh, I, f- I finished out the whole thing. I yeah. don't want to spoiler this thing for you, <laughs> uh, but it's uh, fucking it's fucking two things. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking bananas, uh-huh. and it's fucking retarded. <laughs> Listen, the definition of the word retarded. <laughs> yeah, I watched it and I was like, I think my life is about to get <laughs> retarded. Um, all right, we'll stop using that word now because it's terrible. Sure. But uh, but yes, uh, it's. I can't say it's not enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. because I, I didn't I, watch it. I turned all it off that. initially. I started season two. Me too. A little while after I watched one. Yeah. Uh, I watched one as it was happening, and mm-hmm. then I, I started in two, and I didn't make it through the first episode because I just hate Adam Levine so much. Well, and well, see, I know that's... it's not like the whole thing. I didn't know yeah, that at all. much, but I was like, also, "Hey, it's that guy I hate," and then he got killed, and I was like, yeah. "Awesome!" Well, he doesn't die in the first episode, <laughs> not really. No, but, but he, he gets his arm ripped off. His arm right right off. Yeah, 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 fair enough. But still, I, I hated how it was directed, and I still find when like because they're flashing back between the two times. This isn't spoiling. This is just, don't worry about. Yeah, it. it's just what. Yeah, it's almost. The stuff that's in present day with Adam Levine, not only is it irritating because he's in it. And it looks like a music video. It does. Yeah. It's shot differently. It's gross. It looks like fucking crap. They do abandon that. Okay, and, or they come back to it every once in a while, and it does look like that. Yeah. But uh, um, uh, I don't know. The rest, it's so, it's so low stakes because it's so dumb. Yeah. It's all throughout the whole thing. It's so fucking dumb, and it I'm, just I'm already at a getting... point where I'm like, "What's going on here?" Oh man! Oh, don't expect that to change. It only gets just worse and yeah, worse. Yeah, I worse. was gonna say it's almost like really hard to spoil the show because if like you spoil one thing, there's like a hundred other things that you can just like. Yeah, yeah. Gonna, well, something else is gonna come in and you'll be blender. like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll say Jessica Lange is excellent in it. That's, oh, yeah. there, there's like Always. a couple of, of reasons She's to keep watching it. Crazy and it's good. Jessica Lange and fucking uh, Zachary Quinto. Yeah, oh, yeah. Zachary and Quinto is fucking amazing. I've seen He's done it just come into it for me. Oh, well, boy. And James Cromwell is always Oh, my God. And great. James Cromwell actually won... Was it you that was saying he actually won a fucking... Um won an Emmy. I don't know. If, for this? Uh, yeah. Is yeah, Emmy the TV I, one? I, Emmy's yeah, the TV, the TV one. one. I, I could buy that because it's, it's... I was even thinking, like, this is... He's always good, but, you know, he's, yeah, but like he's, he's really throwing something at this good. He's pretty, yeah. uh, pretty solid. I think for all of American Horror Story's flaws, I feel like TV could take a lesson from the show because, A, when I don't like it, I don't really care that much because yeah. there's so much going on, and, B, you can check in and out on the seasons, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like, I... Even, so it's like it's hard to be like, oh, what a shitty show when it's being really bad because you're like, I don't know, I'll wait a couple episodes and something cool probably happen. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and, and it, it, there, there is enough in it where you're just kind of like, what? Yeah, what yeah. is happening? Why are there fucking <laughs> zombies now? And then you just go, okay, all right, <laughs> yeah. sure. I, yeah. When I watched the first season, I, I had no idea that it was going to be standalone stories yeah. for each season. I don't yeah. know if that was a thing. I don't think it was until later. But they the, were like, the, yeah. the first season yeah, ended, and I was like, season one. oh, I don't want to watch season two. This is going to be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no more, please. Yeah, I wouldn't I, say what it was, but I'm like, no, That's the I worst almost show said ever. It, yeah, <laughs> I almost um, said it too. What yeah. to spoil to season spoil one? The end of season one? Oh come on, season one's like so old. <laughs> Basically, it would have become if anybody remembers the show Dearly Departed, <laughs> yeah. with Eric Idle, it would have become okay. That. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put yeah, okay, it. Okay, fair enough. And also, if anybody remembers the show Dearly Departed, please contact us because I want to know who you are. <laughs> we want to hang out. Yeah, uh, very good. 
Um, so I think we should let's go around. Okay. So Casey, you, America, this, this ties in because I saw Town the Dreaded Sundown, the oh, Sea yeah. Boot requel, oh, as really? I like to call it. The what? The Sea Boot requel. Sea requel. <laughs> that is horrible. Because um, it's not that. really a reboot. It's not really a sequel or yeah. a remake. Um, uh-huh. So because this was like a lot of people involved with American Horror Story, as I mentioned. Right. I think right, last right. week. So the the guy that directed it did a lot of the episodes. I think the writers, like like a lot of the crew, the person who's the cinematography, just like a lot of people were involved. Yeah. Um, Cast and, as well, and uh, not really. No. Um, now, so this movie isn't, isn't a sequel. Uh, Danielle Harris from the Halloween movies, isn't she? In Let it me or see here. Oh, I feel like she is. Yeah. Um, I'll check. So it's the the. The gist of the story yeah. is um, in the town of Texarkana, um, in the present day, they know about the movie that was released in the 70s. Oh, they know about the movie. They know about the movie. It takes place in a world where the movie that came out in the 70s exists. And it, is people, based on real events? It's based on real events okay. and is screened every year to the behest of certain people in the in the town. Oh. So, so like older folks are kind of like, please don't play that movie. It's like... It's based on real stuff, and it's crazy, and you're going to bring the killer back, and, and a lot of kids go to drive-ins to see it and stuff, yeah. and somebody starts murdering people like in the movie again with the bag on his head and stuff, yeah. and, and it's kind of a, a whodunit. I feel like um, I hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, it it sounds like so many things that I that I hate it when they do that. I, yeah. And yet at the same time, after season two of American Horror Story, it sounds exactly like something they would do. Um, right. I and, and Daniel, sorry, I just looked it up. Daniel sorry. Harris is in it yeah. as town person number two. Yeah, she's not. I just checked and I didn't see her name in the top. And of the, the only person from American Horror Story in it is uh, Dennis O'Hare. So okay, well, all right, put that um, in your pipe and then smoke it. Okay, yeah. So uh, the gist of the movie is sort of uh, Addison Timlin is is trying to figure out what's going on, and she's doing an investigation. Now the movie is directed similar to American Horror Story in that. Sometimes the style is super awesome, sometimes and sometimes you're, you're rock. And <laughs> not really, but sometimes you're like, all right. <laughs> too many edits, man. What's there's, going on in season two? It's like jump a lot cuts of all over the fucking place. Oh, oh yeah, it's like a, it's like a fucking um, Nine Inch Nails video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> totally. Yeah, this movie's not like gritty, g- 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 like yeah. editing or anything, yeah. but it is sort of like a lot of swooping around, a lot of cut, 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 but not a lot of like like gritty aesthetic. Mm. But and sometimes you're like, man, does the slasher genre ever need this? And then other times you're like, man, I wish you would stop that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and that was kind of what I felt like about the whole movie because there are moments you're like, wow, I'm so happy that you took this kind of meta t- look on it. And it's it's kind of energized the movie and then there's other things where you're just like this i don't know this is also though just like every other slasher movie yeah especially um in the way that they like adhere themselves to the first movie like and if you've seen the first movie the killer uses a trombone in one of the scenes mm-hmm. and the and the movie has kind of like a weird tone to it that it's trying it's trying to be funny and and not funny and the trombone scene sticks out because you're like that's weird he has like a knife on the end of the trombone he's going mm-hmm. like brr into their back and and they do it again, mm. and you're like, of the things that I don't want you to do in this movie, yeah. it's to do that again and try and make it scary because it do, you, it doesn't work. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Are they playing the trombone at the same time? He is going like, yeah, totally. Yeah, this was a dare. 
Sorry, it made it into yeah. the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, God, I got a really stupid friend. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I owed him money. This was cheaper. Uh, yeah. yeah. I feel like it could have been a lot better, and people are saying it's great because I think it does do some interesting things, but I wish it had been. I was kind of like left in the middle, like, well, I'm giving you props for trying some cool stuff, but also disappointed because I wanted more. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So like that- the first kill in the original uh, Town of the Dreaded Sundown, is is really uh, kind of shocking. Yeah, it's something. There's something about the way it's shot and the sound design. Totally, in that scene where it re- throws you off because the opening is like almost, there's a narrative. It's almost documentary. The opening, there's yeah, kind it, of like a absolutely. In the and then it's all cool of a sudden, and it sets the tone. But then I was like, there's some stuff going on. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I care for this. Yeah. Uh, but then that first kill, or well, it's not even a kill. The first attack. Yeah. That happens to the couple in the car. Yeah. is Really uh, aggressive. And they do. A similar opening in this yeah. as well, and, and, right. and both, I don't know. It's it's one of those it's wacky we- trombone shouldn't come later. No, <laughs> yeah, so. no, and and it's a lot <laughs> like the first one. I think both of these movies are fascinating in some ways and and disappointing in others, but yeah. both worth at least checking out because they're interesting. Yeah, in some ways. Yeah, yeah. So that's my first one. Okay. What do you got, Greg? Uh, I saw The Conjuring. Okay, I still haven't watched it yet. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> hey! Uh, sorry, let me do my dice yeah. routine, and then we'll get back to you. Uh, what did you think? I really liked it. Great, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. I gotta I, watch uh, it. I've been putting it off forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. I threw it on uh, the Athena, and I put it on the other night. Which we really wanted to watch something, uh, but we weren't quite ready for the classics yet. It's like we'll hold off for yeah. know, Halloween and stuff until it's closer to the day. Exorcist and shit, like. Kind of got to watch it every year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was like really wanting something new, and because you had mentioned it, it was like, well, let's give this a run and see what's mm-hmm. going on. Because a lot of the, I don't know, a lot of the current ghost stories are so insidious, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> especially one in particular. Yeah, uh, Insidious Two. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's twice as insidious. Yes. Um, which like Insidious, <laughs> I was really down for for like half, half of the of movie, it. yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. we've talked about this. And I, then, th- I think that should actually be see you next Wednesday's motto. Now yeah, we I say know. that so much. <laughs> oh my god, that when he turns up with the organ grinder and stuff, uh, yeah, at the end of the movie, demon. <laughs> well, any yeah. any horror movie where like the the scary people are revealed to be like in hilarious like pioneer time. Oh, uh, yeah, like, like the, it's almost as if the movie turns into people getting their photo taken at Canada's Wonderland. You're yeah, like, yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. no, yeah, I'm not <laughs> buying on. this anymore. Um, but I really liked. Uh, this is like if the Insidious didn't suck. Okay, still got Patrick Wilson in there, which yeah. is great. He's a fucking great actor. A really good cast. Fantastic. Uh, cast. Lily Taylor's great, and I like Vir- Farmiga a lot. Yeah, uh, Ron Livingston. Uh, Oh, cool! Got a haircut for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's cr- it feels like he's just sulking the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I don't want him to be shit stupid. is going on, and he should be reacting. Yeah, kind of like you're kind of just you know. But we <laughs> know that like... we know you as a funny guy, but you don't have to be just like yeah. sad. Yeah, you, like you it just act, looks like he's just like mm, ghost made me grumpy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't. You know, he wasn't terrible, but I was a little like. What's going on? But everybody else is markedly good in this yeah, movie. Yeah, they're quite good. It's, yeah. The performances are great, and the kids are all really good, too. Yeah. Um, and, no, you know, not a lot of CGI shit going on. This is all Some, but atmosphere. not a lot. It's kind of responsibly Yeah, used. yeah. It just, it's mostly just atmosphere and sound design that makes it scary, which yeah. is the best kind of ghost stories. And fucking, like, nothing happens in the chain. Yeah, yeah. Except things you hear, you know? Yeah, and yeah. a ball falls down the yeah. stairs. Oh, you know, man. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's like, things are not okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, the performances are really good and the tension is outstanding. 
Yeah. Um, I was genuinely creeped the fuck out in a lot of scenes. Awesome. Like, yeah. I'm going to make sure to get to this then before next week. Yeah, and, they, and they do a lot of smart little things to, to build uh, your knowledge of the characters and add to the the thrills and chills and shit, yeah, you know, yeah. like the clapping game they play. Yeah. The little, oh, man. That's oh, super... that is that is genuinely chilling. Oh, fuck, man. Super awesome. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things. I was not nuts about the end. I feel like the air came out of it at the end because... Okay, I, I, I was going to say this. Um, I feel like with this type of movie, you can't expect a good ending because no. at some point they're going to have to reveal yeah. what it is, and the reveal is always a letdown because totally. like if you're if if you're in the 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 shadows and everything, you're like, what the fuck is going on and what is it? I don't know what it is. When you see yeah. what it is, you're like, oh really? It's that? Like, yeah. oh, yeah. it's it a CGI ghost. Bad. I don't I've care. But I feel like in this movie, it was just kind of like it was as good as it can be. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, I buy that. Mostly, what I didn't like about it is the need for effects jumped up at the end like they, yeah. they couldn't just let it be what it is they had to put some kind of crazy There's a little effect. bit it's a bit too much okay mm-hmm. i feel like it gets a little out of but i feel like uh, uh i feel like that's... woman in black does that as well well but this is little... much better than that i think really? i like woman in black but i think this is i really like that. i do think this is better too but oh, I, I just it's think scarier that there's... anyway it's okay because I, think... I, I thought women in black was super like surprisingly good yeah. oh yeah, yeah. And, and and genuinely tense and everything until yeah. the end of the end was stupid but um but i feel like there, there's becoming this sort of like more responsible genre of this kind of trashy horror movie yeah. where uh, where where they're shoring yeah. up those, those I, the shittier parts. And I feel like bit. maybe the Insidious movies are because this is from the same people like influencing in the sense that all the Insidious movies it's like we got to go into the other dimension like in Poltergeist and crank yeah. things up. Yeah. Right. So maybe yeah, they yeah. kind of feel that trapping of like got to go somewhere at the end, right? To turn up the volume. You don't really like. Yeah. It's like if a human being is possessed by a demon. Or something <laughs> like that, that's enough. Yeah. yeah. If you play everything like it's real life, that and would be if that happened to you, it'd be the worst and most horrible thing yeah. that's ever happened. Yeah. It and doesn't happen. It doesn't need a light show to be like it's like it was really bad, but there weren't a lot of lights, so I wasn't that scared. My <laughs> was demon. You know, come on. Yeah. Um, um, oh, oh, sorry. I just I want to go back really quickly. I feel remiss if we don't if I don't talk about an American uh, horror story too. Uh, Lily Rabe is fucking brilliant. Anyway, sorry. Back <laughs> on track. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if I had much more about that. I think, yeah, The no. Conjuring is uh, about as good as you're going to get today. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go. We don't get a lot of good horror anymore. I'm going to try and watch that close to Halloween. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an excellent fucking Halloween. This movie. Friday, I think I'll schedule it in for my, my viewing, I think, because it's yeah. been forever, and I've heard, like, so many people talk about it, and I just, I'm missing out on yeah, yeah. watching and again, even, even though I wasn't crazy about the ending, I would still strongly okay. recommend it. Like, yeah. it's not like, the ending doesn't suck. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It just, no, it's just I not as good as the rest. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't, I, I just like, okay, now we're, it's, uh, this is the end. I wasn't, yeah. like, scared anymore, but, it, uh, you know, it definitely had, uh, <laughs> uh, we, we weren't really expecting to be as creeped out by it as we were. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was kind of late at night when Athena and I put it on, and we were, uh, we were watching it, and she was like, don't you fucking fall asleep before me. <laughs> Don't you fucking leave me alone in the yeah. dark. <laughs> and all of the like all of the shit with the doll, um yeah. Like I feel like in its own movie is gonna be just interminable. Yeah. Oh, but God, in yeah. this I have movie, no interest in anime at all. I uh, want not even a little bit. Oh no. man, I want you guys to check it out though, just because <laughs> I kinda want to just but, but I also don't want to be let down. <laughs> I just yeah. I don't couldn't possibly care because the Annabelle stuff in this movie is very side 
And it kind of like... Yeah. It, it, it seems kind of like this was a popular moment of the film, so we should just shove it into its own thing. It's, well, it's the only it, it thing It seems like it was like, a marketable moment yeah, of the Yeah, exactly. Film. It's like this movie actually did well. Yeah. And like, it was well-liked. And there's... What can we take from there's it? There's a centerpiece yeah. of yeah. it. Right, right, which doesn't something. have shit to do with anything. Okay. No, and I actually found at the beginning, the stuff at the beginning with the doll... Is the worst part of the is, movie. Uh, oh, see, I like it because I like that it sets them up as oh, it's fine people who believe in some but crazy I was like, shit, but in, in almost a responsible uh, way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, that stuff, but I mean, the actual stuff with the doll. As it keeps going throughout the movie, I'm like, they really could have let this go. Yeah, it doesn't need yeah. to be there. But I mean, that opening scene where you, because you kind of get... Annabelle off the top as yeah. a, to set the tone for Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga, and I didn't like any of that stuff. I was like, "Oh shit, maybe I'm not gonna like this movie." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're oh, like, "Should have It's a secret, but not really because I'm saying it not little. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you're doing Elvis Presley or Groucho Marx yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of endings, do yeah. we, Do yeah. you have anything? Uh, before uh, I jump in, do I have an ending? No, do you have another movie? I was going to jump in. I didn't want to because I was like, let's go around, and then I was just yeah. like, me, me and Greg. Yeah. Um, uh, I saw the trailer uh, uh, for again for Big Eyes. Did, did oh, we talk I saw about that, that already. Too. Yeah, I saw. The yeah, trailer. you would have, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, hey, you know what? I'm uh, cautiously I'm optimistic. Yeah. Sure, I'm just glad that Tim Burton looks like he's trying to make a movie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, not I'm, like you know, ooh. a movie with yeah. people, <laughs> not in like it, and fucking... characters, and not caricatures. Yeah, <laughs> right, like a soul Hopefully. or something. You yeah, know, about and it, something. It doesn't look like Johnny Depp is anywhere near this. No, thing. no, yeah. good. Like, sometimes you gotta go. Yeah, and the story looks interesting. So yeah, yeah, it is and, an and also story, Christoph so. Waltz looks amazing. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah, I'll. In, until I have reason to think it's going to suck, I'll. Yeah. I'll, oh, I'm pretty I'll sure it's it. going to suck because although when he has sat down to make a a, a legitimate drama, he made Ed Wood. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so one of his best movies. It's one of my favorites. Not his, actually, yeah. his best movie. I think no, it is. No, Beetlejuice is his mm. best movie. Uh, it's probably true. I, Undeniable. Pee-wee. It's hard. Oh, mm. pee- oh, shit. It's yeah. Good. I, yeah. For my money, it's yeah, those Ed Wood, three. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I love all those. Yeah. yeah Isn't yeah. it weird that there's a filmmaker that like Ed Wood and fucking and and then Pee Wee Herman? Yeah. So. Yeah, endings. Yeah. Speaking of endings, one of my other things that I watched mm-hmm. was Life After Beth. Um, oh, yeah. The, oh, shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, How is that? I was very curious. So the last was, thing I want to watch right now yeah. is another zombie movie. Yeah. Unless. Okay. Right. So, again, speaking of endings. Right. So I turned on Life After Beth. Emma and I, I, I wanted to see this for a while. and I didn't get to it in theaters. Um now it's about you know a guy whose girlfriend dies and comes back as a zombie very unexpectedly. The mm. first thing I noticed about this movie is the fucking cast is amazing. Mm-hmm. So many amazing people in this movie. Mm. Go check out the IMDb for this. There's like, I forgot that John C. Riley's in it. Oh. You know, um, the wife from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh uh, yeah, right. Cheryl Hines. Cheryl oh, Hines. She's yeah. Um, like tons and tons of people. Like basically every scene. Like uh, Adam Pally is in one scene. Oh yeah. no, I love Adam um, Pally. What's her name from Drinking Buddies? I'm blanking on all their names. Um, uh, Olivia, Olivia. Warren. No, uh, fuck the other one. And Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick's in there. Um, and and so yeah, every scene was just like, oh my god, another person that like is amazing. Yeah. And they're all pulling off the tone so well. And for the first like really big chunk of this movie, I was like, holy shit, this is really good. And it's really funny, darkly funny. Um, and it and it really sets up the whole movie a really good kind of building tone because. 
it it's about just him dealing him and their fa- and the family's dealing with this but it also sort of unexpectedly becomes more and sort of builds into like a, what else is going on right now in the town right which is like done so well and all of a sudden it gets to this crazy point and it's really good i'm like wow this movie just went from you know uh, something really sort of rooted in what's going on in these specific people's lives and opened up into like what's going on everywhere and i loved that but then the movie does become what i didn't want it to become which is a movie about a guy who just wants to murder his ex-girlfriend and have a new girlfriend and Uh. i was like oh man that's what i didn't want this movie to be about and then you went and you did that yeah like it it really becomes like oh i don't like this ex-girlfriend now that she's a zombie i should try and get with the hottie now and murder this one or something i was like (laughs) oh god damn it story (laughs) (laughs) like it really became like like, didn't they do that in citizen Kane or whatever (laughs) but like it like when i saw the trailers i was like that could go in a gross direction this movie yeah you know what i mean in like in a gross way and that sounds like a gross direction it does it really did and i and I was kind of like, what a super bummer, because the rest of the movie is, I really enjoyed it throughout. Right. And I wouldn't say don't watch it, but like watch it knowing that it's not going to keep it up the whole movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was disappointed, but. <laughs> you mean it's not going to give you a boner? Yeah, the it's time. not going to keep it up. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, yeah. It, uh, yeah, I was really uh, upset <laughs> that yeah. it did that, but it, there's a lot in there to like. And, yeah. and I kind of, at the end of the movie, was like, I guess I have to turn off that part of my brain and just like this for what it is. And that's a lot of people doing really good work yeah, but in that a movie is, I don't like. That is a real bummer when there's a movie that's got you and you're like, oh, you did you did yeah. something here. And then and then they crap out on you. Yeah, totally. A, that is a bummer. Um, did you watch anything else for Halloween? Uh, I think that's all I can, th- that's all I remember. I okay. I've had a busy week. I'll do two super quick. Yeah. So, because we, we did two double feature nights. The first night was was Town of the Dreaded Sundown and Life After Bath. Mm-hmm. And then we watched Trick or Treat. Oh, uh, Trick, Art, Trick, Trick or Treat. Treat, the 2007 I anthology. I won it. Yeah. yeah. I keep hearing how good that is. Oh, my God, I love it. Yeah, is it? It is it's good. It's so good. It, uh, yeah. It's one to make, if you haven't seen it, it, it holds up every year. Yeah. So much fun, so well-directed, really fun script, ama- great cast, all played well. Like you guys were saying about Conjuring, not too much CGI or anything, yeah, just yeah. a lot of like... Like the the stories for an anthology film are as strong as you're gonna get. Like, oh, it's an anthology film. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it takes place on Halloween night, and there's sort of uh, four little anthology films, but they're not separated. They do bleed into each other a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just done so well. It really is. It j- and and it has that great Halloween vibe because it takes place on Halloween night. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Every every year that I watch, I'm just like, I know why I watch this every year because yeah. it's great. It's yeah. good. Really, <laughs> like just light and like not light, but you know, it's like, dark and you, funny. But yeah, yeah, you cruise right through it. Though. Yeah, it's an easy watch. And it has has a little uh like pumpkin headed uh yeah sackhead boy that's Whatever. just great yeah right it's just a great original <laughs> well, who doesn't love a sackhead boy it's like <laughs> but it, it's one of those things that that he steals the show and is just such a well sort of like visually designed yeah character. there's a like a iconic imagery to yeah. it that really kind of draws you back it's good. which is nice especially yeah. for for our uh generation where yeah, yeah. you know our movie murderers are very uh yeah. specific yeah, marketable d- thing doesn't give yeah. you too much about him like yeah. there, there is sort of some backstory like he's trying to kill somebody and they mm-hmm. like give him a, like a a chocolate bar and you're like oh he just wanted a treat and he, like like there's there's sort of like a mythology to him but not enough where you're like now I know everything yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really good yeah right. you have to check it out if you've never seen it and then super quick i watched a movie i've seen before straight jacket with Joan Crawford, the William Castle film, black and white. Oh, I've never seen that. Um, yeah, me either. Oh, man, do I like that movie. 
Yeah. It's trashy. What year is it? Um, that movie is 1964. Um, so it's about uh, Joan Crawford who finds her husband sleeping uh, with somebody, and so she chops his head off with an axe in front of her, her kid. And then uh, she goes away to, like, an insane asylum, and the kid grows up, and she's let out and comes to live with her, and people start dying, and you don't know, is it her? Who is it? Right. Um, just super fun. Super Joan Crawford. Tr- yeah, super trashy. Wow. She's way, um, Joan Crawford's performance is awesome and over the top. Sure? It's super melodramatic. Um, black and white uh, cinematography is really actually pretty good. William Castle's known for his, you know, like, and then the tingler comes out, and your seat buzzes or whatever. This is him trying to do, like, psycho kind of thing right but in like a trashy trashy b-movie way as legitimate as uh as legitimate yeah Yeah. as he can get and and it's just it's a lot of fun you know there's not a lot of murdering in it or whatever but when it does happen you're like oh that's hilarious like (laughs) as gory as this kind of like era of, of black and white movies will get right but yeah i don't know it's it's not what I would usually reach for on Halloween, but because I had seen it before and I knew it was kind of a fun movie, yeah. I, it actually really got me in the Halloween mood. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did, so, did Emma like it as well? Yeah, totally. Was it her first time? Yeah. 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 She hadn't seen Trick or Treat either and was like, wow, that was good. Like, oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, you got to see that movie. Um, yeah, and so that's it so far for me for Halloween stuff. Sure. All right. Yeah. I guess I was up the not Halloween. Okay. I wanted to just bring up at some point because I'm just, just so pleased with it. And, uh, yeah, I, I finally saw 12 Angry Men for my first time. Oh, Is yes. That right? Yeah. 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 I'd never uh, seen wait, that. The, the original. The original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's like an art. Because an, they remade it. Uh, in 97. Yeah. With like a hell of a cast. It's a really good cast. Yeah. I started watching that too, but I'm like, then I stopped. I'm like, I got to put some distance. Cause yeah. yeah. I'm just like, no, uh, no, yeah. no. <laughs> six of these men aren't as angry as they could be. Yeah. Uh, stellar cast though, that 97 one. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. And well, there's an article up that Athena wrote. Yeah. On Modern Spirit up on right ModernSpirit.com. We watched together. And uh, yeah, son of a bitch. That's a good movie. Yeah. Like, uh, have you guys seen it? Or? I've actually never seen it. Uh, I saw the 97 one. I never oh. saw the original. All right. Go watch the original. Um, it's just mind blowing how fast paced and uh, alive it is, considering it's all in one room. Yeah, for the whole thing. But it's directed by Sidney Lumet. He's pretty good. <laughs> He's done some. I stuff. don't know. Yeah. Uh, who cares? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, and the cast is. Oh man, I, I uh, like. I can't. I, I was kind of ruined on movies for a little while after. Yeah, like nothing is this good. Nothing yeah. is as you know. There's nothing quite as centered as. Uh, uh, Henry Fonda's lead yeah. performance, which is just I love when movies do that, though. Yeah, yeah. When you when you do end up because I mean I spend so much time watching shit <laughs> like VHS <laughs> yeah. garbage, and then you go back to something really classy, and you're like, oh fuck, this was what movies can be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm, right now I'm just like all about Henry Fonda. That's all. Yeah. Because I you know I rewatched uh, Once Upon a Time in the West a few months ago. I was talking about that on here. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, boy, is he good. And I was why I threw on the grapes of wrath, and that's nice. Oh, wow. Fuck, yeah. man, he's great in that, too. Yeah. Oh, my side. <laughs> <He plays. laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, if you like, if it's one of those movies that's on your, like, back yeah. burner, like, oh, someday. Someday, yeah. Stop yeah. making Stop it something to get, do, like, go watch it. Holy yeah. fuck. So, 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 so good. Yeah. yeah, you won't be able to watch anything else. Yeah, after I read Athena's Cobb. piece, good I was Lord. like, fuck, I got to watch that. Yeah. It's just, oh, man, it's really just, you know, it is, uh, it's true what they say. It's not like that anymore. The the effortless uh, movement of dialogue between yeah. the characters is just, 
something else. It's a rare, rare bird, that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I got please, it. Please yeah. watch it. Because I really like, uh, obviously, Sidley Lumet, his, his, his movies, and I just haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. That was the thing. It's like, fuck me. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> and when it's that well uh, shot, when you, if you... You know, I'm not... I don't watch a lot of old movies. I get bored yeah. with... With the direction, it's usually really stilted, and uh, you know, I can I have trouble watching some of the classics I'm supposed to because I'm a lazy piece of shit from the '80s. So. <laughs> <laughs> but this, like, it's you know, Sidney Lumet, he's amazing, and he frames these uh, uh, every, everything in the movie. All the shots are just so beautiful and full yeah. of movement. It's just you know, right off the right off the top, it's just like, yeah, no, I'm going to be able to watch this just fine. Yeah. So uh, yeah, check it out and check out the article. On Sweet. Yeah, totally. Uh, Athena's piece on Modern Spirit is great. Really, really good. I like reading, you know, a lot of people think, like, you can't write a piece about, like, an old movie that everyone's kind of discussed. Yeah. But but I think um, her piece is really good. I like reading pieces from fresh eyes on movies. Yeah, for yeah sure. like, you absolutely. Know, you're, maybe you're not going to find, like, some crazy way to look at a classic movie, but, like, it's fun to be, like, experience a movie I haven't seen through somebody that has seen it for the first time be like, oh, yeah. fuck, I got to watch this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Someone so. will hit on a point uh, that, that will bring it home for you. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. Then I, I get how to attack this old movie. Yeah. That seems, because old movies can seem daunting. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, it's going to, like, I have to watch something responsibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not just going to be flashing in front of my face. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it's it's nice when somebody can kind of, like, give you give you an updated point of view. Totally. Yeah. It opens yeah. up, it can sometimes, it's great when you find that gateway movie, too, that can kind of open up a little world of movies. Totally. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's really, it's exciting as hell. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking a. Um, should we get we without we're going pretty long on itty bitty, but do we want to touch really quick on Marvel? Yeah, yeah, we because have to. we're it's, we're gonna go long this week. Because we are gonna of go long stuff. But That's, I don't give a shit. Yeah, deal with yeah, it. Fuck yeah. you, listeners. So, yeah, try and stop me. <laughs> Marvel Phase Three: Avengers: Infinity War Part One and Two, Civil yes. War, uh, Captain America: Civil War, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Inhumans, and Thor: Ragnarok. Ragnarok, all the way through to 2019. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I yeah. drank a lot of this coffee super duper fast. Yeah, I, me uh, too. Oh, man, I'm almost done. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I don't know a lot uh, uh, of these properties. Yeah, me either. I know that Captain Marvel is going to be the first female-led superhero movie. Yeah. Okay. Black Panther, obviously, is going to be the first black-led uh, superhero movie. Okay, yeah. so it well, is It is Blade. what you think about it. Now, oh, yeah, is, you're right, Blade. Yeah. But from Marvel, I guess. Marvel. No, Blade, Blade is, is Blade Marvel. Is, is Blade Marvel? Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, a, fuck. he's like a tertiary People Spider-Man were saying, character. like, first time for both these these films. Or uh, well, for, first time in, like, the new uh, yeah. Marvel okay, universe. Blade doesn't really seem like a superhero. He is a vampire. No, he's a, yeah, he's a vampire with silly hair. But yeah. um, uh, Now, uh, Black Panther, is he a uh, Black Panther? Uh, not well. I, yes. In, in how no. many? No, in how not, many ways is he a Black he's, Panther? He's not a. Is he a uh, member of the, in the 60s? Okay, he's no. not a member of the Black Panthers. <laughs> okay. No, no. Uh, oh, you know. Yeah, yeah. He no, been. he's got a different background. He's a cool character, and it and a complicated one. That's definitely a really interesting direction to go in. And then Captain the, Marvel is Carol Danvers. She, I know most of what I know about her because of X Men. Uh, in the X Men comics, Rogue uh, started off much like she is in the. Uh, movies where her only real power was absorbing other people right but when she does that it's not just like the power she gets she gets part of their psyche okay and uh she absorbed captain marvel uh carol danvers and the body was killed Mm -hmm. so 
Carol Danvers stayed in Rogue forever, and her powers were flight, near invulnerability, super strength. Right. So that's what made Rogue like that, and how Rogue was to most fans, I guess, forever, right. was having all these attributes. That's the most thing I know about Carol Danvers is her yelling at Rogue inside her head yeah. Uh, yeah. in the 80s. <laughs> so, But that's fucking super cool, and I'm glad they're keeping the name proper, and that's really great. Uh, the Inhumans. I made a joke about them making an Inhumans movie when I was on Mamo. Because it just seems like the stupidest thing to do. Like, what are they? Well, or predictable because Guardians of the Galaxy was so successful. The Inhumans are another weirdo team of. Like, yeah. There's a bunch of space stuff with Is Marvel. Is this the one where you bizarre. keep saying that the main character doesn't talk? Yeah, the Black Bolt. Well, if he does okay. talk, he'll destroy he'll murder you. everybody. Yeah, which so, is fine. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what they're gonna. Super, super duper weird. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but these are all. I like that they're rolling the dice here a bit because DC put out their big. Yeah, run and it's like it's Aquaman, it's Green Lantern, it's Wonder Woman, it's yeah. the Flash. And like I don't know why. Like you just made a Flash TV show that no one cares about because it's the Flash. <laughs> like look, it's a great costume because it's silly yeah. as fuck. But that's it. Totally, it's it. Super silly. Yeah, yeah. Your little hood is adorable. <laughs> yeah, I like the yeah. fucking logo. That's great. But at the end of the day, he's the stupidest. He's even stupider than Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman gets a bad rap because the costume is so bad. Yeah. But at least he can talk to Fish about how bummed out he is. Yeah. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> well, Fish are very sympathetic. I right. would hey, guys, I suck. Oh, so no, you're watch great. a movie where, like, every once in a while, he, like, goes back and sits cross-legged on the ocean floor and, like, yeah. fish fly by. And he's like, man, I'm bummed. <laughs> Nobody likes me. Yeah. Yeah. And the fish, even the fish are like, oh, yeah. this guy. Oh, my God. <laughs> This, like, the image this here with... Shirt. I wish you were desert, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all, all of the... I have the image here with the logos up in front. Yeah. And like you're saying, there's, like, an element of rolling the dice because, you know, the Inhumans and stuff that maybe people don't know about. All but I these. like that it's a balance. All of these. Yeah, there is... Because there's it, Thor. There's, there's going to be Avenger. More oh, yeah, we'll get, we have that, that middle more property that, that, you know, that brings everything together. But yeah. all the rest of them are pretty out there and DC's got their old timey characters and like maybe they can make them fresh and interesting but I probably not yeah I'll say like Green Lantern how are you gonna make that I mean we just tried yeah and, That's you know, the, yeah, and I tried DC's, watching that Flash TV show, and it's stupid as shit. Yeah. DC's like, let's do the same thing again and again and try and learn from it. And I guess Marvel's like, well, get we did something oddball, and now maybe let's do a little more yeah, of that. We but we'll still have weird characters. I mean, if, if you can blow up, you know, make fucking three Inhumans movies, then you <laughs> fucking win, man. Yeah. yeah. You fucking nailed it. I, I got to say, I'm least excited about Thor Ragnarok, but only because I really didn't like Thor 2. I still haven't seen Thor 2. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's, it's not the worst or anything, but yeah. I was just kind of like, Blech. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, I liked it. It was fine. Yeah. I don't really remember a lot about it. But yeah. It <laughs> um, yeah. It was light and entertaining. It was just fine. Ragnarok is like a specific. Is it a specific storyline or anything? I don't know. I'm not. Okay. Too, I didn't read Thor comics. And okay. the other stuff I didn't read too much was Doctor Strange. And that's Matt the, Brown, that's, get that's at me. That's the big one. Yeah. Phase three. Like, the, I, I, he's hearing just, everything about Joaquin Phoenix and, 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 uh, and, and then Benedict now Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix fell out of favor with it like two weeks ago or something like that. Okay. Maybe three. Yeah. Uh, and now they're confirmed with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, it is definitely him now. Why should I give a fuck about this? Um, I don't know, because I've never liked Doctor Strange. I Well, here's the thing. I do now, but only because he's just been around so long in yeah. comics that I've read that I've warmed up to him. But at first I was like, ugh, <laughs> the stupidest. <laughs> oh, my God, a magic guy. <laughs> oh, is that what he is? He's, he's a, a sorcerer. Magician? He's a sorcerer supreme. Um, like if sorcery was a That's taco. That's what I always get at Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like 
thinking in my mind, what can I do with Tom this year? But you guys beat right. me to it. And he's like, I don't know. I If they can make it work, fine. But I just, it seems, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know, man. I don't know what to say. He's a yeah. sorcerer. He's got a fucking wild costume. There's so much happening. And, like, they've really made him, you know, he's part of everything that happens, big stuff in the Marvel Universe and shit like that. And I'm just so used to seeing him, I stopped kind of like, if you were to then to look at it, even next to Costume Heroes, it's like, whoa, what the fuck is that guy wearing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and his little, I don't know, handlebar mustache and his... Okay, yeah. Okay, then I think I have a a, a, a clear picture on my mind. I'm actually just... Um, Googling. Yeah, that crazy Googling red cape. Him now like because the... I, I seem to remember like a little pencil mustache and... Um... Oh, this guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, Google along with us. Listeners, <laughs> so yeah, go Google an image. Yeah, wait, I'll wait think. for you. Four, three, two, one. No, this guy. That guy, you know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. so I don't know. He's like super smart and stoic and whatever. And Cumberbatch, what what's the internet reaction to it? Is I it been all I know is that any? there has been a big reaction. And I wasn't, I didn't read enough to know. I think people weren't happy about it, but I'm not yeah, sure. I'm not sure who it should be. I know oh, they were talking about Tom Hardy, but anything. it seems like a, I'm so glad it wasn't Tom Hardy because if he ever jumps into playing a super. Hero. I hope it's not somebody as stupid as Doctor Isn't, Strange. Doesn't Tom Hardy die in every movie he's in? No. <laughs> oh, is is he the new Sean Bean? <laughs> yeah, well, maybe I'm thinking of Sean Bean. Yeah, he dies. In he dies in everything. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess people like Doctor Strange. I just never, I just never liked him. Okay, I'm just like I don't care about this yeah. magic. Yeah, it's stupid. My initial reaction to like. Oh, they're announcing movies to 2019. Was like, I don't tell me about your movies that far away. Yeah. But then yeah. I saw these this this roster, and I was kind of like, interesting. Yeah. No. Well, because maybe then with because these characters are so uh, tertiary in the general yeah. knowledge of yeah. superheroes. Yeah. You, you you can spend some time to go check them out. You know, and Black Panther is a fucking awesome character. Yeah. Uh, and I if like they're this- gonna tie in the whole world of Daredevil, if, if this show is good and that kind of wraps in, who knows where Daredevil will pop into these. Storylines because he could easily jump into any kind of whatever the darkest world is going to be. So we'll see. Cool. I like this. I like because basically they've they've released a black background and like the t- the the all the I titles. Think somebody so yeah. to put, me, might have put this together by hand. Okay, but so, yeah, they have released all the logos. Yeah, to me, yeah. it's basically just a list of fonts. Yeah, <laughs> it's like well, <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what, these fonts are fantastic. Yeah. Um, are. Uh, Facebook fan Becca Jane uh, wrote on the post that I put up. She said, everything looks so shiny and fantastic right now, yet I can't ignore the little voice in the back of my head that worries about the Marvel Empire crashing at some point, but I'm excited to see what happens regardless mm-hmm. yeah. in reference to all these logos. so Well, like, I mean, they're, they are throwing all of their shit at yeah. the wall right now. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe... It's all the weird shit. It's not like they're... You know, desperately trying over and over and over but to I make mean, the Punisher what, work. What else is there? Oh, okay, so you Punisher. What I mean? But like, what else big, is there of the bigger um, uh, of the bigger properties that they're sidestepping right now? Uh, well, I guess Punisher is a probably large one, and yeah. the, the, I think making the choice of making Daredevil a TV show instead of a movie is probably a very wise one because you can ease that character in because it's like such a cool character. Yeah. And it's got to be gritty and dark, but the costume in real world is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So if you can find a way to make that work, then you know, bully for you. Uh, and uh, I don't know what are big Marvel characters they're not making movies out of. I mean, I obviously know. the stuff they don't have license to, like Spider Man yeah. and the X Men stuff and Fantastic Four. So a lot of their big guns are spoken Just for. Out, yeah. 
Um, Which makes doing something like Captain Marvel like interesting to me because yeah. I don't know. I don't know if and if, I, I like I like the idea of something that's lesser lesser known that they sure. can bring yeah. that that they can bring a specific excited. style to it. I feel like, like again, I'm more excited. Of the galaxy. Yeah, me too. For, sure. like, for something I'd have no idea. Yeah, no, yeah, and how see. that's going to fit into like with all of these characters yeah. that I do know and I'm very aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, I just hope Howard the Duck shows up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we could take anything from this discussion, it's that. Howard the Duck, where are you at? Yeah. <laughs> and not, you don't need a movie. Just show up every once in a while and go, hey, hey Show up at the end of every one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Cumberbatch, I, I, I'm fine with it, but I don't care. Yes, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think it's better than Joaquin Phoenix, even though I like him quite a bit. I just, I can't. It would have been weird. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I heard some talk about Ethan Hawke at one point. I was all right with that. Yeah. Know, we'll, we'll see. Well, yeah, I think Ethan Hawke fits, if only because he's most recognizable with a little goatee. Well, yeah, yeah, the mustache. Yeah. I think it was part of it. Like, I can picture him yeah. looking that way. Yeah. Because he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, so before we get into film roulette, let's just, because uh, we went super long on Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee, uh-huh. uh, let's throw it to the uh, listeners. Email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Tell us what you think of Itty Bitty Tidbit Committee and how long we go. Because I'm, I'm genuinely interested in yeah, people. Do we talk too long about this? Do we camp? talk too long? Or do you, you like, get the film roulette? Yeah, or do you enjoy Because, I mean, obviously we like doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do you yeah. hate all the talking we do before the other talking yeah. we do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so hit us up with uh, feedback, questions, whatever you want. Yeah. 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 And what, Except what you if thinking? you don't like it, because that'll really oh, hurt God, our feelings. No. <laughs> yeah. Nothing negative, please. No, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> no. Constructive positivity, yes. yes. <laughs> mm. Perfect. Um, and then also, before we get to Film Roulette, if you want to support us in a way that doesn't involve you buying uh, tweaked audio headphones, if you go to modernspirit.com and click on Donate, there is an Amazon uh, button in our donate section on modernspirit.com that will allow you to go to amazon.ca or .com if you're in the States or .uk if you're in the UK, yeah. and uh, it will charge you nothing extra. You can go to amazon.com or .ca or .uk and just browse whatever you want, buy what you're going to buy anyway, and you'll be helping us uh and all of the other shows on Modern Superior because we're going to get uh, all that going. So yeah, mm-hmm. we love we love doing this. We love doing it for free. Yeah, and know. all the other people on our yeah. network doing it for free. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, but uh, come on, bitches, give us money. <laughs> yeah. um, no, no, and 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 now I mean we and that's, will, you don't even have to do anything. Just click on Amazon and then go buy a DVD or something that you want anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Yeah, or mail me checks. <laughs> yeah, I'm just straight yeah. cash, homie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but mail me checks, uh, yeah. mix, yeah, because <laughs> that's a delicious Just snack. A big for, old bag for of checks, yeah. So check that out, modernspeer dot com. Do it, and then now we're Do gonna it. go play film roulette. <laughs> Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week, Greg and Casey went and saw Birdman. While the loser goes and sees something terrible, I played a board game and conjured up a terrible movie to see, and that was called Ouija. Uh, But then we're going to roll for the movies to see next week, and we will also talk about uh, Aerosmith at the hands of Casey Punishment Album. 
So, <laughs> right. Casey punishment. Casey, album. comma punishment album. Oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> the loser gets I to give the winners the one. punctuation. Yeah. So that's what we do every week. That's what Let's, we uh, do. You guys saw Birdman. Yeah, Birdman. Birdman. Oh, the unexpected Harvey Birdman. Right. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Ignorance. <laughs> Yeah, so Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Ignorance. What's this movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is starring Michael Keaton, uh, Zach Galifianakis, Edward Norton, and so many others. And IMDb describes the plot as a washed-up actor who once played an iconic superhero must overcome his ego and family trouble as he mounts a Broadway play in a bid to reclaim his past glory. Yeah, that's uh, it. This is from the director yeah. of 21 Grams and uh, <laughs> Babel and any number of other films. Yeah. yeah. That's that that covers it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so highly anticipated from the trailer. Yeah, yes. and and just across the board critically uh, acclaimed. Mm. Everybody yes. loves this movie. What did you think? Uh well, I love this movie. <laughs> you I, love this movie. I fucking adored this movie. Okay. I can't stop thinking about the movie. Is that right? That's right. I hated this movie. <laughs> really? I hated oh, it. Fuck, I I've thought seen, it was so fucking I've great. seen like one or two like fuck the hype reviews, but yeah. other than that I have mo- almost seen almost unanimous. Yeah. I f- I found it so clumsy and uh, really? uh and, and it so overstates its point. Oh man. And its point is fight, so fight, fight. is so poorly <laughs> told over and over and over again. And and it poorly paced. Uh, the acting is amazing, except for a couple of fucking notable. Michael Keaton is all right in it. Really, really, yeah. Uh, really, Ed Norton is Gauntlet fucking phenomenal. He is outstanding in it. Uh, I thought Michael Keaton was fucking amazing. In I it. thought he was pretty good. Really, yeah, boy. I thought he was a pretty good boy. Oh my god! But he's doing like three different things at all at the same time, all the time. Uh, yeah, all of them just at one level, <laughs> and uh, and. I, I didn't find I didn't find a vulnerable vulnerability in his character that is absolutely essential to, to this movie. And I thought this movie uh, it didn't matter because the movie was such a mess anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I am so deep in the minority that yeah. I might be the only one. Yeah. I'm, it's, I'm shocked. Honestly. The, yeah. the, re- I, uh, the review on the dissolve was like really really harsh uh, there was one or two that were just straight up harsh but yeah mm-hmm. generally it's been super <laughs> yeah i i am actually uh writing uh for uh, uh writing an article about it that'll be out tomorrow on huh. modern superior and also uh on my new blog uh, middleist.org so check that out m-i-d-d-l-e-i-s-t oh wow yeah i'm uh blown away what uh what was it how did you um like what keeps you thinking about it uh, well, there's a lot to think about, really. And, yeah, it does have... I don't want to get into too much, like, I, people should see it and think about what the points are for themselves, but I feel yeah. like it's it's a lot of the same point, but it's told from a lot of different perspectives. And the point changes depending on what lens you're looking through and who's... Uh, and I found Keaton's performance particularly interesting. I keep going back to that. Uh, there's the performance of... Who he is with people, who he is yep. when he's alone, and then there's three different stages of his performance that's happening on the stage. And I found he was telling his angle of where he was at emotionally each time through different ways he does the, uh, one particular scene. Right. And the escalation of those scenes I thought was just fucking fantastic. Okay, when he does the scene, uh, I assume you're talking about the final scene? Yeah. When he does that scene at the end... Yeah. He could be nominated just for that scene. Uh-huh. He's fucking amazing. And it's it's something... Okay, I'll, I, I will give you that. Yeah. But 
but I found it completely incongruous to the rest of the movie. Um, I see what you're saying, and yeah. I could see seeing it that way. Yeah. But by... There was like 20 minutes left of this movie, and I'm like, I can't believe I have to sit through more of this. I am so stunned. I'm stunned. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was really funny, too. I laughed a bunch. Uh, I, see, I did not find... I found uh, a lot of what was supposed to be funny so clumsy and embarrassing. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, oh, well, I, uh, there's something else. Um, okay, yeah. So this might <laughs> this might kind of be be a thing for me though. Against it is that um, I have a hard time uh, sympathizing for somebody who's an actor, yeah, and an actor's pain because I mean a, a lot of that uh, uh, could be avoided by just uh, growing the fuck up, yeah. And I feel like. I feel like there's a decadence to this movie that that you're supposed to to empathize with, and I couldn't. Huh? Yeah, I don't know. I w- I wasn't really concerned about whether or not he was an actor or what his job was. Just mm-hmm. you know that that was a person who's going through that. You know, so that was what was interesting. Not that like, oh, I didn't find it interesting that he's an actor or that's what the uh, the pressure is in his life. It was the the journey the man goes on. And how terrified he is, and how arrogant he is, and how horrible he is, and how kind of beautiful that is. Uh, yeah, see, I didn't get that. At, yeah, at I, all. I just, I, I, uh, man, there's so many scenes that just knocked me the fuck out. Like, I, I see what you're saying, and I can see how that, uh, like, I feel that's what was attempted. Yeah, but I feel like it was attempted by a, uh, um, like, second year film student. Wow. Like, yeah. No, I don't know. I just like thought it was like watching a. Uh, an, an egomaniac who's really poor at being manipulative, trying to manipulate his life and having it spin out of control. Like it's just really uh, fascinating. I just and I loved the angle it was told from because if it was told straight or normal, it would have been really schlocky. And so I found the weirdness of it really great, and I found the oh, see, elevate- I found that I found that really contrived. Like I felt I, I felt like uh, there were moments where um, it. It was trying to to seem like a Michelle Gondry kind of a thing, oh, yeah. And like there uh-huh. were like there was like this hyper realism or like this uh, uh, this sort of like. And then this happens, but did that happen? No, but did it happen? That that was that was again like a little bit that was winking at me in a really uncomfortable way. Mm, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't get that at all. Mm. I uh, yeah, and I can't wait to watch it again. Um, I looked. I think I liked all the performances. There was anything I had a problem with. Um, yeah, I uh, I strongly recommend the movie, and I yeah. recommend it on the big screen too. I think it looks great. I I strongly recommend it too. I strongly mm. recommend seeing it because, uh, uh, well, I, I I was so bored by the end of it, but uh, but but I'm interested. Like, I mean, again, I feel like it's this is one of those great divisive movies. Um, that that everybody should see mm-hmm. j- just just to form their own opinion. It's not it's not a uh, you can miss it kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, I do suggest seeing it, even though I hated it. Wow, damn! Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. just so surprised. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I can't believe like even if you didn't like the movie, I, I'm really uh, confused that you didn't uh, you weren't on board with uh, Keaton's performance. Really, yeah, I, I feel like it really missed the mark. Uh, damn, I, yeah, I couldn't disagree more. That's the strongest thing I, I would disagree on is, is I, Keaton's I, performance. Uh, I think what he did is. In- incredibly difficult and rare um and also i was like why what is zach galifianakis doing in this movie oh really yeah and i've seen i've really enjoyed him in uh uh 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Uh, more human characters than he's yeah. played. Um, but it, but this, it just felt like he was really weirdly out of place and like this weird stunt casting that did not pay off. Huh. Emma stunt Stone casting, was great. Eh? Yeah, she was. Ed Norton was fantastic. Yeah, Naomi it was really Watts good to see was, him was in a look alive in a movie again. It's been a while, I think, since Norton's done something yeah. that wowed me because he's so good. But it's felt like that. It weirdly felt like he McConaughey in this movie, like yeah. where where he just had this energy and focus yeah. that uh, that uh, you just haven't seen in him in a really long time. Yeah, it it just for for me, it's just too bad it was in this movie. Yeah, no, not me. I, just, I, I this is definitely on my uh, best of the year list. Yeah, no question. Damn. Wow. Well, I you think it's actually on my worst of the uh, of the year because I, I found the filmmaking itself weirdly insulting. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I don't well, get it. But again, that's why movies like this are so great. Yeah. In that they're in that they are so divisive. Yeah. Yeah. Man, well, get so out surprised. there and see it. Yeah. yeah. Everybody I did not see that. I enjoyed it so much I had no I did not see that coming at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I I really wanted to too. Like like when I first saw the the trailer for this and everything. Oh, super. I was like this movie excited. is for me. Yeah. Like the, the mm-hmm. this is going to be my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Who knows? Well, <laughs> you heard it here. Go out and see it regardless yeah. uh, and talk about it because it's fun to yeah. do that. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah. You um, talk about it. Something that probably won't be very fun to talk about <laughs> <laughs> is the film that I saw. I went and saw Ouija, yeah. uh, the 2014 film based on the board game of the same name, if you can right. call the board game, uh, licensed by Hasbro, produced by Platinum Dunes, Michael Bay. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, you wouldn't really know it watching it. It's just a fairly... Um, there's no explosions. <laughs> right. um, the so, Ouija board doesn't explode? No, man, I was waiting. Uh, what catches on fire at one point? Okay. Um, so this film, directed by Styles White, is about a group of friends. Pardon me, who's the director? Styles White. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, but what's his real name? <laughs> uh, this film is about a group of friends who must confront their most terrifying fears when they awaken the dark powers of an ancient spirit board. Mm. Uh, so this is a one, one of the... Uh, I think there, there's not a ton of horror out there right now. Maybe this week there'll be some more, but this is sort of you know the week before, the big horror movie the week before Halloween. Uh, and I think it made some all right money. Um Starring Olivia Cook and a lot of people that look like they're probably pulled from TV shows. Yeah, younger younger folk. Um, Who's uh, Olivia Cook? Uh, she was just the main star. I'm not. 100% oh, you sure said that I was, like she was somebody. I just yeah. she's from. She was in The Signal, Bates Motel, another horror film called The Quiet Ones. She's been around a little. Mm. I, I thought The Signal, the trailer looked really really good. I haven't seen it yet though. 
Um, so this is a PG-13 movie. It's about 90 minutes. Um, and it is about exactly what you would expect. This movie is going to work very well on very undemanding audiences. Um <laughs> Okay, I said to Greg, the only thing I said to Greg before we recorded was um, the other day, I was saying, you know, it's 2014, there have been a lot of horror movies made, and I feel like, even though it's hard to make a really scary movie, I feel like it's not hard to make scares that are fairly okay. Yeah. Like, if you put enough dark rooms and flashlights rolling around with little shadows and stuff, you know, it's pretty creepy. And there yeah. there was moments in this movie where in the, like, basically empty dark theater that I saw this on, like, a Sunday afternoon, I was like, the, the jump scares got me a couple of them. Yeah. And I was kind of like, yeah, because I feel like, you know, it's not that hard to build some okay freaky jump scares. Like, well, I mean, no, this movie I could take you into a dark room and, and turn the lights on you. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't mean I made and a good movie. No, and, and, and I <laughs> no, feel like... No, but could like... you do that just right now? Maybe later. <laughs> like, Where'd like... everyone go? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and there, were some, there were some moments that I would actually call fairly decent jump scares for what they are. Yeah. Um, it's just they, you know, they crafted a movie that works okay on the jump scares, which isn't that hard, and then didn't bother to put anything else around that to elevate their sort of acceptable scares well, that, above that. Well, that was going to be my, my question. Is there a story to so, be told? Yes, but I mean, not other really. than other than literally, like, some friends get together and go, let's give it a Ouija board. So it'll be the movie, fun. Oh, but no, then, no, there's a monster. Oh, God. <laughs> the movie starts with two uh, young girls playing with a Ouija board, and one of the young girls kind of lays out the rules of the Ouija board, which is like you have to say goodbye, you have to say at the end of this thing you have to say goodbye. Before you start, you have to say a certain phrase and circle the board for the amount of people that are playing, blah, blah, blah. And like, Are these actual rules? Don't ever play it in a graveyard. Don't ever blah, blah, blah. That's just common sense. There's like rules, and I think they're rules that are sort of loosely based in urban legend of Ouija boards. Right. so, and then we cut to one of those uh, girls who's older. Her name is Debbie, and she's sort of meeting with her friend in front of her house to go to, to some, like, party. Her friend's like, let's go to the party, because this movie only gives you enough dialogue to tell you the most obvious thing ever. So her friend's like, we're going to the big event, or whatever it is. You come in, and Debbie was like, no, I'm going to stay home, blah, blah, blah. And so she goes home, and she seems worried about stuff, and then plays with a Ouija board, and her eyes go white, and she... Uh, hangs herself and, and dies and then her friends are like the next day they were going to meet and don't her friend their friends don't show up and they realize that she uh, committed suicide and they don't understand why because you know she didn't seem sad or whatever and so uh, then that leads to her friend Lane who's played by Olivia Cook and, and, and their friend group and they kind of realize that oh she was fooling around with a Ouija board and oh the Ouija board is tied to the house, and there's a mystery to solve involving, you know, the ghosts of that lived in this house before, and blah, 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 blah. Right. And, and, you know, it's about what this kind of movie needs to be. That sounds, yeah, I was going to, that sounds serviceable. It's like, serviceable in yeah. the sense that, like, you know, whoever wrote this movie got together and were like, we need to make a movie about a Ouija board. What's the first thing that we can think of that'll be okay? And then we won't work on it. We'll go have like screenwriter drinks. Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we came up with it. Let's go get drunk. We'll write it later. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, the dialogue is atrocious. The sure. actors are the range from awful to acceptable. Right. Um, and I don't know. Like, I feel 
I don't, there was moments where I was like, you got me, Ouija, all right? Some of those scares were pretty good. but And there was other moments where, you know, it was just super boring. And yeah. it's hard. This movie could have been ouija than it is. It could have been ouija <laughs> Yeah, you know, like the, 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 the like, mystery that they're into is oh, as okay as it can be. It's all just very undemanding stuff yeah. that people will probably enjoy that are interested in going to see this, be- not because a podcast made them to. Yeah, yeah. You know, right. like, yeah. you're not going to get, like, a good horror movie. This is for, like, super mainstream, undemanding audiences that are going to go. The plot doesn't matter. A couple times, something will jump out and scare them. They'll be like, that was fine. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you that got. Was something that happened. Yeah. And I guess, like, with Casey and, you know, the Nicholas Sparks or Grown Ups, it's like, I guess that's all this movie wants to be. Yeah. So I guess that's A-OK by me. But is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. I think, like, I don't know. And again, as I, as I said in my Nicholas Sparks review, um, like, I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's there, great that these things exist. There's an earnestness about, you know, or sort of like an energy about this movie throwing all of the, the standard things at you that you're like, all right. But at the same time, you're like, but no, <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I, like it's really hard to talk about. I I enjoyed at the, when it t- finally came time to be like a full on scary movie for 15 or 20 minutes. I was like, I'll allow this to work on me. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You're kind of like, I'll allow myself to enjoy this because I need to squeeze some kind of enjoyment. Yeah, out of this I movie. might as well get sixteen dollars exactly. worth of uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah out of this fucking yeah. thing. Totally. That's. Yeah. I was just kind of like, all right, I'm gonna. This is it. But yeah. you know, I was also disappointed because I feel like so many people have fooled around with Ouija boards that there is, you know, a fun kind of campfire tale urban legend scary movie to be made yeah. because I, I i had a ouija board in a house for some reason i don't remember like if my parents bought it or what but we had it yeah. and we fooled around with it yeah. and it's fun to think about like what would happen if you fooled around with a ouija board and right. shit started getting crazy i mean that's why it pro- pops up in like paranormal activity and like all these movies where it just becomes something to throw in because it's an iconic thing yeah and i feel like there is a way to make a movie i mean they made witchboard in the 80s and that was fine it was more of a thriller though right but I don't know. There was something to, like, actually at the end of the movie is when, like, their sort of animated credits roll. There's no sort of, like, elaborate pre-roll credits. And I actually think this movie would have been slightly better if they had put that at the front because it's, like, you know, old pictures of people using Ouija board and kind of animatic mm-hmm. stuff of, like, the graphics. And, and it was kind of like, you set the tone after I watched the movie. <laughs> you know what I right. mean? Yeah, you like, were, you reminded me why I'm watching this movie. Yeah, right. You you not that it would have made the movie great or anything, but you would have at least been like, okay, cool. What are it we would have added into here? like that little layer of like camp value. Maybe. Almost? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah. I can't recommend this movie. Actually, you know, I can't even recommend it on Netflix because I feel like if you watch this movie on Netflix, I you're will just, never watch this. You're movie. just gonna be like, yeah. that was awful. Yeah. I don't yeah. think our listeners are people who who would be satisfied yeah. by like there were things moving in front of my face for an hour and 30 minutes yeah no it, it, not not super interesting not to say our listeners aren't as stupid as we are yeah, but yeah no don't has. don't bother <laughs> yeah. yeah that that was about it it was very very mediocre Ugh, very yeah. you know oh and not to suggest that people who would like this type of movie are stupid that no, was very no. condescending and yeah. I immediately apologize to all you <laughs> Don't worry, they didn't dumb They didn't get it. No. <laughs> you fucking idiots. <laughs> they were like, I listened to that podcast and sounds went into my ear. <laughs> I don't know what they were. By your uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just yeah, very, very uh mediocre. 
Mm-hmm. I'll forget about this movie right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, and delete. delete. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, so last week, Casey, you lost uh, yeah. the episode, and you gave us an album to listen to. I sure did. Explain mm. yourself, sir, because uh, I, I fuck sent, you. <laughs> I, I sent the two of you fellas on a permanent vacation mm-hmm. to, to uh, shitty Rockland. Yeah. Uh, well, this was an album that uh, that I loved when I was a kid because I was a big Aerosmith fan when I was a kid. Yeah. Because I grew up in a small town. <laughs> I was very white trashy. Uh, and I loved this album. I thought it was super cool. Yeah. And then uh, in about 1996, mm-hmm. it was in first year of college, and Greg had this album on cassette because yeah. he liked this album too when I he was did. young. Yeah. And we were I like, love that. <laughs> we we both like loved this album when we were kids, and we were like, oh, and that shit, framed we should... my listening. I think we were, do- we were like drinking and listening to like nostalgia stuff and like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, some like real on. money ones. Like, oh, I'm listening to this forever. It's great. Yeah. You know, and then we do- we're like, yeah, Burnham Vacation. Because I, re- I remember Let's- it being a super cool album. Like, oh, yeah, man, this album's fun, cool as shit. Totally. Uh, and then we put it on, and it was like, oh my god. Yeah. You don't you don't mean yeah, Burnham Vacation. You mean yeah, yeah, <laughs> Permanent Vacation. Yeah, um, yeah. And we were both just kind of we just, went. I think we went through the whole thing, but yeah. like kind of fast forwarding a bit here and there, and just being like. Oh shit! This album sucks. Like the, the, <laughs> in my mind, the energy of you guys go like you put it on and instantly you're like, Ugh. it almost yeah. ruined the night. Yeah. <laughs> it almost well, ruined, it ruined my, my week. Life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was, it was yeah. a real like, oh no, this is a terrible moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and I really wish that I had just left it where it was because, like, I feel like I would almost be a better musician uh, <laughs> having yeah. left that where it was. But. Um, uh, but then I was like, I don't know, like that was such a weird, painful experience. Why mm-hmm. don't uh, Why don't you guys talk about it? It was yeah. painful. Well, I have this is the I hadn't listened to this album since, since that day. It's the first time I've ever heard this album aside from uh, "Dude Looks Like a Lady." Right. Yeah. First time I've ever gone through it. Right. Hmm. Um. Uh, apparently, this so this was like a big comeback for them. Huge, huge comeback well, because because done. Uh, Wikipedia says done with mirrors was intended to be their comeback. But and it was this yeah, was yeah, but it was yeah. Yeah. no hit push. Yeah, nobody yeah. cared about like, that no at all. Yeah, but that so, like when did they do Walk This Way with Run DMC? Uh, I don't know. That, was Let's that, see. Or, or, the next album after this was Pump. Yeah, and they were already like back. And yeah, it was just like this, you know, the exclamation point. Uh, we're back. All right, let's. I didn't see. like Pump back then, though. We talked. About we talked Pump. about Pump yeah, on, yeah, uh, did, on Time, Time Bandits. Bandits. I yeah. loved that album yeah, and continue like to love it. Um, Walk This Way. Run DMC version, yeah. 1986. Okay, so this yeah. is really capitalizing on that because I think Done with Mirrors is the year before. So this is like this is 87. We're, we've, we're following up. Yeah, Aerosmith is cool. The kids again with Run DMC. And if there's one thing the kids love, it's dudes that look like ladies. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was a very big thing back then. Yeah, that, so that's the like there was a bunch of hits on this, but that's the big one. Like the real big one. My dad looks more like a lady than your dad. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um. Okay, I don't know. We'll get okay. The I whole hated al- this album. This is a really bad album. <laughs> I uh, and 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 in no, it hasn't gotten any better. In no, no. interesting huh. ways, other than I, like the one word that just sort like swirled through my mind the yeah. entire time I was listening to this album, which of which I did a bunch of times, was lame. Yeah, really I was, lame. I was just like, oh, this is lame. And this is the first time they started doing what they would then do for the rest of their careers up to this point. I don't know. Do they still put out albums other than probably honking on Bobo. 
Uh, <laughs> God, I can't believe they have an album called Honking on Bobo. Yeah. Get the fuck out. I, uh, I absolutely can believe that. Yeah, I, I can too. If you want to really go back. But this is where they first started using professional songwriters yes. to write their songs for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Which, uh, is, which is surprising because they didn't do that on Pump. Pump was all them, I think. I don't think so. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Desmond Child and Jim Valance wrote a huge portion of this album. The only song on here that is not that is written only by a member of Aerosmith is St. John. Is that right? Oh, wait, and The Girl Keeps Coming Apart, neither of which are any good. <laughs> oh, see, I really liked The Girl Keeps Coming Apart when I was a kid. Sure. Yeah. No, I liked a lot of these songs when I was a kid. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, Ragdoll. <laughs> Leave it in a hoodie. Oh, gross. Um, Actually, I think I still oh like that God. song. So yeah, now they get, and you can you can hear it. it. It sounds like written songs, like like Angel, which I don't have a problem with Angel. It's fine. That's on this album. Yeah. Huh. It was the third single from this album, I yeah. believe, and very big, of course. That's um, weird. For some reason, I think of that being uh, uh, that song being part of the Diane Warren years, where yeah. they were just writing songs for Michael Bay or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, it sounds like that. Yeah, big time. Uh, but yeah, so it's fine. Whatever. I just like it's whatever. It's 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 the least offensive song in this album, I think. Angel, mm-hmm. although it's not good. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I, I think I it's have... crazy that it took three people, including a professional songwriter, to write "Dude Looks Like a Lady." I know it's, it's called I... "Dude," then in brackets, "Looks Like." Looks a lady. like, and a lady. it was based on something that someone from Motley Crue said. Vince Neil, yeah, said because they were at a place with like a bunch of. They were at like a restaurant or something, and somebody walked by, and because Motley Crue were always saying, dude, hey, dude, what's that? Oh, what up, dude? Or whatever, because they were all surfer or whatever, or <laughs> metal guys or whatever, yeah. but yeah. they said dude a lot, and and they said, dude, he he looks like a lady, and then they were like, that should be a song. Yeah, it was originally called Cruising for a Lady. Yeah. Uh, that's Cruising a very- for a lady! Cruising for a lady! I, okay, so I'm confused by Dude Looks Like a Lady for a lot of reasons. Uh, well, let me break it down for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's dude. dude. Yeah. He looks like a lady. Yeah. Right. But you know how you know how ladies look like ladies and dudes look yeah, like yeah. dudes. This is a dude. I was funnily enough. <laughs> All right. So he's like, did he bang this dude? Cuz I, I think it feel like he just goes fuck it. And well, then he like because he says uh Maybe he says like she's uh, her picture graced the grime on the door. Yeah. She's long lost love at first bite, right? Which is like if you just put words into a rock song yeah, three generator. Human, three human men wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know. No, if they were human men again. Because uh, <laughs> Steven Tyler, dude, looks like an old hooker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he says maybe, baby, maybe you're wrong, but you know it's all right. Yeah. So he's like, like, look, I mean, I know society says that dudes shouldn't look like ladies, yeah. but since you look so much like a lady, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he's like, all right with it. So yeah. I don't, uh, and then I don't understand the wording of the second verse. Do you have that in front of you? I do. Okay, read that out loud, please. Uh, backstage, we're having the time yes. of our lives until somebody say, yeah. Z- uh, I added the S because Says. that's grammar. <laughs> yeah. uh, forgive me if I seem out of line. Yeah. Then she whipped out her gun and tried to blow me away. Right. So uh, who did, why did um, somebody, uh, everything was fine until somebody said, 
Excuse yeah, me so, if I'm out of line. Said, like, they were having fun, yeah. which I assume they were fucking. And then somebody came into the room and said, uh, I don't mean to seem uh, uh, out of line. But, but then she took to out shoot. her dick. <laughs> and then, and then and came on Steven Tyler. Yeah. You know, like a song. As you do. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I see no confusion here. As you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why I are mean, you so confused, Greg? Look, I don't Greg, maybe you've what's ne- happening in that verse. At maybe all. you've never been backstage before. Greg. <laughs> These are but, wild and crazy uh, musicians yeah, that get I'm, into some. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I. I honestly like. I forget everything about this album. Yeah. I. I. And then, was, then the refrain is just "Do me, do me, do me." Yeah. yeah. Right Dude, on, it's, man. It's, All right. I wonder which one of them wrote that. I don't know. What's, I, so, just, I was uh, so confused by that second verse. I'm like, what happened? Yeah. This <laughs> album is just like there's did, horns everywhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of horns. Just gross and this, I think production. this is where he first started doing the... Yeah. All the time. This was the first... He does it for the rest of his career. He's all about... I think he'd seen the movie Leprechaun. Yeah. Um, I so I was on the Wikipedia and I saw that Metal Forces magazine in 1987 gave this 9.9 out of 10. Yeah, and I had to pull a review if, up. If there's one thing this album is, what did it get? It's a metal album. Metal, <laughs> metal, metal Forces magazine 9. gave 9? it 9.9 out of what 10. Kept them from the other in 87. There's two. There's a couple things I want. I want to. <laughs> bring out about this metal forces magazine it starts here it is the yeah. big one the second greatest band ever to exist are back with possibly the album of 87 oh. this oh, is shit hot stuff <laughs> shit hot yeah <laughs> while pouting pretenders guns and roses and faster pussycat can only try are and emulate sure? the dirty wasted days of tyler the real wrecking mccoy bound in the aerosmith sound to be copied by the next generation and and beyond. I don't know. That is true. Now, hey. Axl Rose does all of his fair amount of. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. Yeah. He does his little leprechaun rant. Now, Are you sure they're not missing a, uh, a comma? I think. And it's supposed to read This album is shit, hot stuff. Yeah. <laughs> shit, comma, yeah. hot stuff. Like they're calling me hot stuff. Uh, <laughs> hot stuff. This album is shit. My favorite, my favorite line of this review is produced by Bur- Bruce Fairbairn, the man responsible for the knob duty on Bon Jovi's last album. <laughs> Uh, that's and the great. inspiration for dude looks like a lady. <laughs> he was uh, the, the man responsible for the knob duty. <laughs> don't ever call a producer uh, knob you duty. Don't know that he was the producer. <laughs> he, he was on knob duty. <laughs> Hey, knob duty guy, uh, my vocals are too low in this mix. Also, this dick's not going to suck itself. Um, uh, yeah, 9.9 out of 10. Metal Forces Magazine. It's, oh, a, it's, it's I give that review 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Yeah. As I said, a shit hot album and one I'm going to play the hell out of. Yeah. 9 out of 10. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't have anything else to say about this album. I really did not like it. It was very no, it's lame. Really horrible. Yeah, uh, I don't know what, what what's there to say. The lyrics are so bad. Do you guys think you'll listen to it again? Never, well, no, never, ever again. Yeah. And, and I did will. You guys, did you guys know that Steven Tyler is credited on this album as not only singing but also playing the butt bongos? 
<laughs> Did you know that? And that is true. <laughs> is it true? I guess he slapped somebody's butt. I don't know. On who's. a song. Uh huh. And uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> that's like in the liner notes. Mm-hmm. It says it's in that. the liner notes. Cool. Right. That's one of the vivid things I remember. Yeah. Because um, I remember thinking, is it was he just playing somebody's butt like a bongos, or was it like a bongos, like bongos that look like a butt? Did he use bong? Did he use his butt his on a butt- bongo? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Boom, boom, was he playing bongos, yeah. but with his own butts? Um, uh, yeah, I will never listen to this again. Nope. I I, I'm just looking at Pump, and I think I only think, four songs on Pump were written written by them. Only by the, by, I, by the band. I think and Aerosmith, no huh. Jim Valance, Desmond Child are back again. Tom Hamilton, Brian Holland, Lamont Dozier, who's Eddie on Nas Duty? Tom Hamilton, one of them. Tom Hamilton. There's a Hamilton. I just want to know who's oh, on Nas Duty oh, he is. on that Maybe. album. <laughs> yeah, please. Who was uh, who was um, sucking off the band on that one? Who's <laughs> on Nas Duty? Draw straws. Oh man! All right, yeah. so five songs on. Uh, I think pump. I think Aerosmith are just a band that I will never ever like. Like I've well, I've, you know, I like I still like some of the some of the stuff. early seventies yeah. stuff. Because there isn't anything like this. Yeah. There's not these tired blues riffs and yeah, a no. bunch of fucking shitty horns and even their even their most uh, uh, kind of ridiculous stuff from from the late late seventies, like back in the saddle. I still really dig. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I mean, I'm not rushing out to you know, but like you know, Dream On's a great song. Dream On is a great song. I, I actually do. Kings and Queens is a great yeah, song. Yeah, that is a good uh, song. And you know, Walk This Way and Sweet Emotion. Those are what yeah. they are. They're whatever. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Great Nothing riffs. Fucking. Joe Perry knew what he was doing yeah, back then. Yeah, yeah, these, yeah. Like, how do you like these riffs are so boring? Like, just so play these fucking blues so riffs forever. I, I think that's what happens when you dry out from heroin. I like, guess from so. fucking, you, you get off yeah. drugs and and it's just like, oh fuck, I forget mm. how to do anything but Ackroyd blues. Yeah, <laughs> fucking a. Yeah, this yeah. album sucks shit. Um, so now I'm on deck. Yeah, what uh, do you got? I okay. So mini story of of punishment album. So I. I've had an album picked out that's going to be a real doozy, uh, bad, bad time for you guys. No. Um, for and I've had it in my head for a while because I haven't lost in a while, and I was like, "This is it. I'm going to give them this one. It's going to be so sweet." Um, I but I had like a really kind of shitty day today. I wasn't feeling great, you know, not feel like just kind of bummed out. And I was like, "Do I really want to uh, continue the cycle of negativity?" So at the last second. I uh, I went I, I took a left turn in oh. in my punishment album. Oh boy! Um, so I picked an um I was thinking of picking an album that came up on last week's episode very briefly. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, this will be super interesting because I know Greg kind of likes it because he actually mentioned it, or I think it might have been the episode before. I'm not sure, but okay. but and then I was like, because I want Casey's in, input on this whole genre because it came up when we were talking about I think methods of madness, electronic music. Right. So <laughs> then I was like, I'm, I'm going to give them Chemical Brothers, dig your own hole. Oh, I know, right. I know, Greg likes that. But then yeah, I was listening, I was, I was listening to the first few uh, Chemical Brothers albums, and I was, I fucking love them. But I was like, these are really kind of abrasive albums, mm-hmm. and I think maybe I should go with something a little less abrasive. So I, I've decided that my punishment album is Chemical Brothers album Further from t- 2010. Oh. I don't know if you've heard it. No, I have not. Um, it's uh, in my opinion, um, a late ca- career masterpiece. 
Um, it's a little bit less intense, and you know, because the first few albums by Chemical Brothers are very arena-sized yeah, electronic yeah, yeah. with tons and tons of layers, and this one's a little bit more ebb and flow. And I feel like it might be a better entry point for somebody like Casey who doesn't know what to make of this kind of genre. Yeah. Now my immediate reaction is that I'm probably going to hate the shit out of this. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was thinking like I was listening to Dig Your Own Hole, thinking of you, and knowing that Greg liked it, and I was like, how would Casey think of this? And I was like, maybe I should ease in. It was why I went with Further. Um, I love this album. I think the first three or four songs on Further are fucking like like it. This album is one of those albums that's almost like one song. It's it it's it's a it's it's designed as an album, and I think that will maybe pull Casey in because the first couple songs yeah, on here that, fucking that, amazing. That will go a long way to yeah. to softening me up. I will say immediately that the album cover is fucking amazing. I really like the album cover. Yeah. Um, so cool. Yeah, the first just it, the first song into the second because the first song is about five minutes, and then the second one's like eleven minutes. Mm-hmm. Those two together are fucking some of the best things that Chemical Brothers have ever Wait, done. Eleven minutes. The second song is eleven minutes. It, it is amazing. Fucking go somewhere. It is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I love this album. It's my favorite uh, of post classic albums from them. So, yeah, All right. I think it'll be really okay. interesting to talk about. I'll give it a shot. Headphones straight through at least once. All right, yeah, it's yeah. about an hour long. Block off an hour. I don't know. <laughs> or if you have like an hour long commute or whatever, I'll yeah. schedule it in. Yeah, cool. Right. So yeah, now we're gonna roll, right? Cover. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Nice, right? All right. Yeah, I'm curious about this. Yeah, I haven't really. Yeah, I think it. I don't, it came, I don't think I've listened to an album since Surrender. I think it came. And I wasn't off nuts of, about Surrender, so I was like, "Well, I guess that's it." Yeah, I think it came <laughs> off of like a couple really like because I really like Surrender, but then there was a couple that were like, uh, "I think you're losing it," and then this yeah. was like, "Oh fuck!" If you need to, you can pull it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I just got uh, sorry to to totally derail for a second. No, it's but fine. I was, I was just, just checking my phone, and and we just got a. Uh, um, uh, tweet from uh, Jason Martinez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He I, saw, I just tweets, saw that too. <laughs> yeah, he just he always tweets that he's listening to. It's it's usually Time Bennett, so I don't even know if he listens to uh, to see you next Wednesday. But I love that he does that. Mm-hmm. I love that he's just like, well, I'm listening to it now. I'm gonna let everybody know that I'm yeah. listening to it right yeah. now. There's something I find charming about no, that. I think totally. it's great. I appreciate it. Quite yeah, a bit. yeah. Hmm. Um, so now we're gonna roll. <laughs> Yeah. Nightcrawler's coming out this Friday with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, yeah. oh my god, god that movie looks so on? good. Uh, we didn't. Are we just going to go for Loser with uh, <laughs> Mad City? I don't know if it's bad enough. I don't know if it is either. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know anything uh, other than John Travolta's in it. And again, like I said on the Twitter feed, or on the um, uh, Facebook thread... Uh, it's got like he's mm. always ridiculous. It's yeah. got like forty five percent on Metacritic, w- yeah. and and a lot of their reviews are just kind of straight yellow in yeah, the middle, like, red, uh, middling. It's not good or bad. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I think we need to take a moment and confer. Okay, uh, okay. let's play some music and then we'll do that. <laughs> and we're back yeah. from picking a movie. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, we went to IMDb. Something we could have done before the show. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that we did not. Um, but you got to hear that sweet, sweet hold music, yeah. <laughs> whatever Casey's gonna put in. <laughs> I usually just put in the bed track from the from the tag. Okay, so it's uh, brand identification. Sweet, guys. yeah. Oh, nice. um, so we picked. I don't think that's an actual a movie from 1989. Mm-hmm. 
Um, this movie is called Going Overboard, starring Adam Sandler. Um, this is uh, a movie that I saw like all the time in, in movie stores, and I was like, an Adam Sandler movie? It doesn't look like a movie that I should... I know, so it's <laughs> yeah. probably awful. I'm not going to Before he was famous. Yeah. yeah. So, Casey's going to roll. Going Overboard versus... Got 1.9 on IMDb. Yeah. yeah. Versus Nightcrawler, which I really want to see. Oh, oh my God. Dear God, want to see it so much. Oh, excited yeah. to see it. What That's is it? A one. Oh, Casey boy. rolled a one. <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh, yeah. sweet. Greg. Okay. If Greg rolls higher than a one, then it's just Casey and I. He rolls a three. All right. Because Greg, Greg's out. Because he could have rolled a zero. Like an we could have won. Nice. Here we There's go. Casey has rolled a five. I got a nice five. I rolled an eight. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect to lose with a five because I'm like, oh, well, there's only one higher no, than five. this is no. the beauty yeah. of our new die. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Anything can happen in hey film guys, roulette. <laughs> looks like I'm going overboard. Oh, Okay. So that's going to happen, and we will talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. I am trying to find my notes. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, here we go. All right. Yeah. 90210, yeah, Relay. Oh, hook me up, buddy. We have been watching season one and two. Oh, we got to work on our timing. Yeah. Um, We have been watching season one and two of Beverly Hills 90210, one episode at a time, one person at a time. Yep. Like a relay. Yeah. In the title. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this week, it's my turn. It's named. I watched the season two episode, Camping Trip. Camping trip. Wonder oh what will happen. All the your guys' titles were like pass, not pass. And yeah, all, and mine like, any sense. I still don't know what pass, uh, not pass trip. means. No, this one's just about a camping trip. Uh, Got lots of notes, so I will go fucker. fast. Uh, okay, so this episode opens with Brandon, and he's in his room, and he's packing for the camping trip. And Brenda uh, is mad. Yeah. Oh man, because he's got so much stuff. The pack. Uh, he does. Yes. She's like, you don't need all that stuff. And then he takes a dusty fedora out, and she's very unimpressed. She's like, why do you need that? I don't blame her. Why does he yeah, need that? Is he going to be part. doing some detective he's, work while he's, he's like, uh, He's like, actually, it's about uh, ethics and video game journal <laughs> journalism. Um, Kelly comes in, says that mom is making her bring... Uh, her, Kelly comes in and says her mom is making her bring David Silver on the trip because of how her mom is uh, kind of in with David yeah. Silver's dad, right. as previously talked about. Yeah. Uh, Brenda jokes he'll probably videotape the whole trip for us. Yeah. True. Yeah, uh, <laughs> when we go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> now Steve is outside. He's yelling at Donna for bringing too much stuff. Everybody is worried about how much stuff to bring. Yeah. And then... Uh, Why is everybody so concerned with know. how much stuff everybody has? Donna, he's bringing. like, you don't need 10 bags of makeup. And I'm like, to be fair, that's a lot of makeup. 10 bags. Probably a lot. Um, yeah. Depending on the size of the bags. Yeah, totally. What if they're little tiny bags? One thing Maybe per bag. I could, that's yeah. not much. Yeah. I bring half that much makeup on a camping trip myself. <laughs> but... That's me. But you always pack foundation. <laughs> well, absolutely. I'm not an animal. <laughs> yeah. um, then Brandon comes out, and he's like, hey, Don, I didn't think you needed all that uh, makeup anyway. And then he kisses her. Who does? Brandon. And this I was like, Brandon. why did oh, yeah. Brandon what just kind of kiss Donna? It? it seemed like a friendly, like, friend kiss, but it was a kiss, and it took me off guard. Yeah. Because yeah. I sent you guys a message. Why yeah, did they just kiss? Because yeah. I thought maybe I was watching it out of order, and I was like, are they dating now? Yeah. he, like, hugs her and then kisses her, like... Close to the mouth, like but not on the mouth. It seemed like it really ruined your day. Yeah, I was freaking out. <laughs> um, so then Brenda now hears about Dylan coming, and she's like, what? That's my ex. And then Dylan comes in to get Brenda so they can all get in the van and leave, and she's like, 
you know, I want you to come. Um, I don't think it'll be weird. It'll be good for you to be away with your friends, uh, you know, with all the stuff that's going on with his pet, with his mom in Hawaii and all that. So he's like, all right. But they're worried about it. Uh-huh. What's going on with his mom in Hawaii? Well, he, like, went to visit her, and he's, like, doesn't talk to her very much, and yeah. his parents are sort of, like, not there for him. Yeah, yeah. so he's trying kinda... to sort out family stuff. Yeah. He just got back last episode. Yeah. yeah, I remember him getting back. Is he living with them again? Uh, I don't know, actually. It didn't seem like it. He uh, showed up. Is he still in the hotel? I don't know where he lives. He's yeah. a hobo. He, where, he, where's uh, he eating his cheeseburgers now? Yeah, I know. Yeah. On the streets, maybe. Uh, um, street burgers. Yeah. <laughs> so now... Uh, Brenda puts a bunch of stuff of Brandon stuff in in one of the bags, and they all go to leave, and and it the camera pans down to reveal that Brandon's hiking shoes are still in the room. Dun dun dun! That'll come up later. Okay. Wait. Oh. Brandon's hiking shoes Brandon. left okay. at home accidentally. Oh dear. Oh, okay. Yes. So now there's a montage of them leaving and driving, and they're singing stupid road trip songs like "99 Balls of Beer" and stuff. Oh yeah, Pretty because stupid. that's what kids did in the '90s. Yes. <laughs> um, and then it hard cuts to. Lightning storm and rain. Oh no! Okay. Oh, and they, they and didn't, my makeup is gonna run. Yeah, they didn't make it to some road before it um, was closed down for the rain, so they had to stop at like a cabin, of like a like a rent like a like <laughs> they had to stop and break into a. It cabin. seems to be like a hotel type <laughs> situation where you go and rent the cabins. Or yeah. yeah. Um. So. That happens. Uh, there's like banjo music that cuts to them like in the rain, and it's like ding, 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 ding. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So now uh, I, lo- I do love that. By the way, when they when they intimate, uh, like when there's like deliverance music. Yeah, and, I'm the, I'm like, I don't know if you like watch this, deliverance. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which one of you is gonna get by right? Yeah. Now? <laughs> um, so now they're in this like leaky cabin because somebody else got the other cabin. I guess uh, this place only has two. Um, and they're like, there are not enough beds. And then it's like, what's going to happen with Dylan and Brenda? Uh, and there's spiders, and Andrea freaks out about the spiders. Oh, um, Andrea. Yeah. Every, <laughs> this is, it's weird because it's like everyone from the opening credits, with the exception of friend guy who was demoted between season one yeah, and two, yeah. is here on this trip. Like they just that was the whole thing. Have like we David seen Silver. the little ventriloquist fella? No, yeah, not, the, not really. Have we? Yeah, yeah. He's in one of my episodes, he was there at the very beginning. I think it, it was like the first episode or something. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had to see the first episode. Because yeah. I and I and, and like one of the first things was him saying to David, "Oh boy, it's too bad I have to leave. <laughs> go away for a while. <laughs> go, go away for the whole summer." Yeah, a- and then and everyone else going. See you later. Who was he? Yeah. <laughs> and no one thinks you're cute. A PA buddy. comes and you takes make him away. It on the tiger beat. <laughs> yeah. Then the director just shoots him in the yeah. face. <laughs> um, so uh, now uh, where am I here? Okay, so now they're like all oh, the food soggy too because it's all raining in here. And, oh. and Brandon now realizes that Brenda left his dry hiking sho- shoes at home. And he's like, now I gotta wear these soaking wet sneakers. Well, I'm really mad because oh, I'm a freak. What a plot. Point. And then David Silver, <laughs> David Silver's like, and I, there's no music here. And then what am I going to do without music? And Donna's like, I have this Walkman. Maybe we can all take turns listening to it. <laughs> what a great idea, yeah. you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so then Dave, uh, David Silver and Steve are going to go and try and buy a six-pack, and Donna decides that she's going to come. And they're all like, why do you want to go in the <laughs> rain to find that? And she's like, because I need feminine products. And they're like, okay. Eey, awkward. Uh, now, <laughs> sorry. sorry. Uh, three... Good grown men are going to buy a six pack. Steve and what David Silver too. Okay, and they're not of age. 
Uh, right. Yeah, but they look like they're grown men because they are. Yeah, <laughs> in real life. Yeah, so they're anyway. Yeah. They're gonna go get six beers and have a real party. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, Dylan realizes that it was uh, his clothes that they put in the bag that made Donna leave the shoes accidentally, and he gets really upset about that and runs away. He's like, "It's my fault, technically." Runs away. <laughs> He's like, "I gotta go." This whole this whole episode is him running away. I hate these people. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And then Brenda goes to talk to him, and she's like, "Oh, I'm worried about you, and you should. I, this trip is supposed to like mill you out because of all the family, blah blah blah." So they talk about that. Then Dylan and Brenda go outside and run into a woman by the vending machines who's on her honeymoon with her husband, who shows up, and they're having. Uh, they talk about how they're like having a romantic evening, even though they're stuck at this uh, cabin. And and Brenda's mm-hmm. like, "That's true love. Doesn't matter where you are; they're still in love." So then Steve gets to the beer store with David and Donna, and he's like, can't get beer. So he asks these old folks going in to get beer, and they're like, so they go in to buy, and he's like, figured it out. I'm Steve. Um, <laughs> then Brenda and Kelly are playing cards, and there's this big montage with their eyes in front of the cards, and it reveals that they're playing Go Fish. <sighs> Just like, great joke, oh, guys. Um, so then it goes back to the beer store and the old folks just get in a car and drive away. And Steve's like, you fucking assholes. That's my money. That's awesome. <laughs> like they just burn him for 50 bucks. Basically. Amazing. That is pretty um, fucking sweet. I love it when old people fucking. Just yeah. Punk he's on not happy people. about it. Um, so then uh, Donna. No, sorry. Dylan and, and Brenda go to the newlyweds room for some reason. I can't remember why. And mm-hmm. they talk about how they're in love and. Even though that they're, they they have this speech about like love is like when you don't have any doubts, you know, and your love feels right no matter what. And then so uh, Brenda, uh, Brenda and Dylan are like, see ya for some reason. <laughs> they were just there to have that speech so that later it will play into the way Brenda feels. Yeah. Uh, so now everyone's back and they have a fire going finally because Brandon got some wood and <laughs> they uh, talk about wishing they were older and, you know, talk about we don't know the meaning of life yet and kelly's like it's love man and then dylan's like life's not about love life's about getting by life's about survival love gets in the way man do you know what shut up yeah i would love (laughs) you know what make this whole thing worthwhile is on the last episode of nine or two, of uh, nine or two and zero oh, is if they revealed that uh, uh, they weren't the cool kids the whole time they, they were, were the losers. biggest <laughs> fucking losers in the whole school. Yeah, it's like the final episode is like, who are they? Don't mind them. Oh, they're <laughs> just a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> hates them. <laughs> uh, so now then, Brenda's like, yeah, well, the uh, new newlyweds tuned out the cold and rain, and that's something special. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, the newlywed Allison, uh, who now has a name, shows up, and she's crying, and she's like, "We're getting a divorce!" Uh, all of a sudden, now, <laughs> in the last two minutes, <laughs> um, and it turns out it's because she's pregnant, and she was going to tell the uh, husband Neil, and then they were having a discussion. He was like, "I never want kids," and she was like, "What?" Oh, because that is definitely it's not something you discuss before, before you marriage. Get yeah, married. no. Why would you? No, um, totally. I'd rather guess. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it fun. Yeah. And then Neil shows up, and he's like, oh, "I don't know what I did. We were just talking." Uh, um, and then they have a big argument for some reason in front of everybody. Uh, all the kids know that she's pregnant, and I he doesn't. I know what I did. I just they, said I didn't want to have kids, and then she got all upset about it. Yeah, that that actually <laughs> happens. In a few minutes. So he actually does say, like, all I was saying was I don't want kids. And she's like, what? 
but we'll get to that. Uh, uh, so David Silver uh, is filming all of this, and he's like, hey, while you're having the fight, stand closer together for my shot. <laughs> Shut up, David Silver. Oh, um, so then uh, Allison storms away for a while, and Neil st- sits down with the teens. They all talk about their parents and divorce and, and, and talk to Neil about that. And Dylan says, better to split up than to fight all your life, man. <sighs> and Donna is like, yeah, we'll take two to tangle. And they're all like, tango, Donna. Tango, not tangle. Oh, my yeah. God. They've given her a character trait yeah. where all she does is fucking Say stupid spout things. malapropisms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Allison then shows back up. Uh, and right when Neil, as Greg was saying, is saying, like, all he said was, I don't want kids. And she's like, that's the problem. Uh, and then they fight again. Um in front of all of the strangers. Yeah, and then they all watch on as they hash it out. Why are they... F- oh, how and old are these people supposed to be? They're like adults. They're yeah, they're adults. <laughs> like, oh, man, I'm going to... Fight these kids Let's go room. hang out with these high school kids. <laughs> yeah. More problems. Uh, Neil freaks out about Allison being pregnant, and Dylan is like, whatever with all this garbage, and he leaves to go to the newlyweds cabin because apparently that's empty now that newlyweds decide, let's have the argument where the kids are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I fucking hate these people so much. I, know, I really fucking hate them. Brenda, oh, man. Brenda's like, I got to go talk to Dylan. And so she's like, you know, I know you got a bum deal with your family and all your, but all your friends and every girl wants to date you and you have a great life. And he's like, every girl wants to date me, but one, you. And she's like, well, I want to help you and I care about you as a friend and blah, blah, blah. So that's what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the newlyweds show up back I to feel their like it's every room. Episode now is it starts off where she's like, "Yeah, Dylan." Yeah, yeah. And then they talk, and she's like, "I love that we're friends." Yeah. <laughs> and then the next episode, yeah, Dylan. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Dylan, I hate you so much. I'm gonna get you some pee. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then the newlyweds show back up to their room, which is where Dylan and Brenda are talking because they're like, "We worked it out. We're gonna keep the kid, and in nine months, maybe we'll warm up to the idea of having a baby." Is lit- <laughs> oh what? well, is, happy ending man. is literally what they say. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and then Dylan's like, "Yeah, well, you better be sure you want it, or you better give it to someone who knows that they want it, uh, and, and give it uh, to oh, somebody." Shut up, Dylan. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, "I know what it means to be a mistake, and you better have an abortion right now if you don't want that kid." And I was like, "Whoa." Dylan, are you gonna do like <laughs> yeah. right, now? Dylan, right now? Put down Come the coat hanger. Yeah. Um, so then Dylan and Brenda go back to the uh, other room, and uh, Dylan stomps off into the woods. Uh, he's he's had it, and he goes. He's there's a montage of him in being cold. He's uh, in the woods, and he's drinking. Uh, he's drinking little mini bottles of Jack Daniels, which is a big shocking reveal because earlier in the episode he was like, "Maybe I will drink. Maybe I won't. You're not the boss of me." They will. Yeah. Um, Wait, Dylan. This is Dylan. Yeah, because he's he's like so gone. Dylan's uh, about to get butt fucked. Since season one, he's been off the uh, off the wagon. Yeah. Um, right. So now he's drinking uh, mini bottles and oh, stuff. Oh, Dylan! And he's overacting because he like swigs and he's like, oh, 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 and like moves around a lot. I'm all drunk a rooney. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta go work on a robot or something. <laughs> um, so then the next day, Brandon goes out to the van thinking that Dylan slept there, and he's like, "Wake up, butter buddy, a rooney or something," <laughs> and uh, realizes that he isn't there. And then he goes and finds him in the woods on a rock, sleeping on a rock. Oh man! Um, oh, like a drunk. God. Yeah, God and then damn it. they talk, and Dylan reveals that he drank the alcohol. He's like, I puked my guts out, man, but it wasn't the alcohol. It was just all this stress and all this shit, man. And Dylan, no, it's probably the alcohol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You fucking teenager. So <laughs> then Brandon tells Dylan to talk to his mom and dad. They should be helping him out, and he should call them on the fact that they're not. And then they decide, let's go on a hike together, bro. Uh, we Bruh. cut back to the cabin, and David is filming the girls in bed. 
For oh, some reason. Oh, my man. Really? God damn it. He's like, here we are in the morning. And I was like, you're uh, filming a woman as she sleeps, you creepo. Yeah, and also, <laughs> by the way, women who barely tolerate your existence. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, but it's okay because it cuts to Steve and he's like blowing his nose. And he's like, I don't want you to film this either. I did not think you were going to say his nose. <laughs> Cuts to Steve. Uh, he's working on an album. He's the knobs. Yeah, he, he was. Uh, he was on knobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now D- Dylan and Brandon are at a waterfall, like broing out, walking across the super dangerous water, and Brandon's like slipping around because he doesn't have his fucking boots because of Brenda, uh, and he hurts his ankle, kind of slips a little. He's Uh-oh. like, "Oh man, I wish I had my boots." Anyway, let's go climb that dangerous mountain. <laughs> so they do. And they go up to the peak to get a view, but uh, Brandon goes to take a step towards for uh, the view, and he slips and falls off the cliff. Awesome. Oh. Yes. What? He's, is he dead? He's hanging by his <laughs> hands, and there's rocks falling on him. He's like, whoa, fuck. And the ledge is going to go. And he's like, don't try and come get me. The ledge is going to go. And then uh, Dylan's trying to get his hand. Like, he's like, grab my hand. And then Brandon's shoe falls off, and there's an insert shot of that for some reason. <laughs> I was like, that's a very... Oh, no, no, my shoe. (laughs) My Converse. Um, So he's uh, he's hanging by his hands. Everything's falling. There's a big, long thing about them trying to get him. He's like, God, grab my hand. I can't. And then they they finally do. Obviously, he doesn't Mm. die. Uh, And they pulls him back up. And Brandon's like, I thought my number was up. And they share a moment. Yeah. Then they go back to the cabin. Everyone's really uh, worried about where they are, except for David Silver, who's like, I'm hungry. (laughs) (laughs) My mom usually feeds me by now. (laughs) They they show up, and they're all, like, battered, and he doesn't have his shoe on, and and they're like, oh, man, what happened? Are you okay? What's going on? What happened? Who's on knob detail? (laughs) Yeah. And then David Silver, in all of that cacophony, goes like, what's happened? What's going on? And then David Silver is like, you got any food? (laughs) <laughs> I was like, dude, he almost died. Um, <laughs> a little respect. Dylan and Brenda go and talk, and uh, she says, forget about all of our arguments. It's okay. They hash it out. And then the newlyweds are packing up, and Dylan goes and says, sorry for telling them to have an abortion right now, <laughs> and good luck, and if it's a boy, name him Dylan. <laughs> and then the gang packs up, and Andrea goes and sees Brandon and asks if he's okay, and they hug lovingly, leading to a maybe further will they won't they relationship this season uh and then the gang goes all in on a hand thing at the end like whoa really? beverly hills are, the are end. we still doing this yeah. fucking andrea and brandon thing like he just cannot say how much he won't fuck her yeah yeah he's like oh man i'd almost died on that cliff my life flashed before my eyes and i was just like thank god that me fucking you wasn't in there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he seems into it i don't know they're, uh, they're no he's not they're very like whoa it's how are you happen. are you okay that was crazy it's ever gonna happen. hug yeah, and then I, they, I really want it to be a thing where it, it, like it's a storyline that just keeps progressing, but yeah. at no point does he ever intimate that he is interested at all. No. And uh, all she ever does is try to have these moments, and he goes, "Man, just thinks of new ways to not fuck her." Yeah, yeah. The and then only they, uh, way he was going to bang her is if he was never going to see her again. Yeah, <laughs> which is, I think, the only way anybody will ever fuck that woman. Yeah. Um, uh, and then they do the mighty ducks. Woo! Let's go. The end. That's the end of the episode. And they why, drive why, off to why go is camping. That the Mighty Ducks thing. I don't know. God, it just seems it. like a sports movie Qu- thing. Is that a? Oh, all right. Yeah. Quack, 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 quack. Do they do that? No, they okay. just go. Let's Wait. put our all, all of our hands in camping now. Oh, yeah. God damn it. Yep. These so suck. keep yeah. your eye out for uh, Brandon and Andrea. <laughs> I believe will happen. Us, me and Casey. Yeah, I yeah. Will. <laughs> in the next few episodes, I Keep feel like they might out. expand upon the uh, yeah, will they won't. Yeah, yeah. Let's we'll see him shoot her down again. Yeah, yeah. 
See how long um, it takes her to commit suicide. So Casey's oh, next week. Fingers crossed. You got next episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. Sweet. So uh, more 90210 relay to come. In yep. The yep. Next episode. It's true. Yeah. Uh, hey, I tell you what, you know, we're running long here, and I don't have, uh, I don't know who's supposed to fight this week. Okay. Well, let's do, well, we'll like, I mean, we, uh, it's best to kind of give this thing a little bit of breathing room yeah, anyway. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll go every time. other, let's go every other week. Sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. This is a long one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're at 145. Yeah. Yeah. Bananas. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, if you want to email us, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, I'll say it again, info at modernsuperior.com. Tell us what you think of the itty-bitty tidbit committee. Uh, tell us what you think about 90210. We had a couple emails a while back, but let's. Uh, what do you guys think is going to happen if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it? Mm-hmm. Um, or what do you like about what's going on in the show right now? Yeah. Or tell us anything on. else. Yeah. 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 Just tell talk us to what us. you think of my new shirt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's terrible. Yeah. Oh my God! More <laughs> divisive thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This. This. It's the Birdman of shirts. Yeah. <laughs> um, otherwise, go to modernsuperior.com. As we mentioned earlier, you can read uh, Athena's review of Twelve Angry Men that just went up. I know that Jeremy from Drink Along is actually writing a political post about the election. Oh boy. That's oh, going to wow. go up uh, soon. Um, and you can also find all the other episodes of all the other shows. Yeah. There is a Halloween Lonely Nights with Bruce Douglas that just went up. There oh, is dude. a Halloween-themed episode of Two Turntables and a Bottle of Wine with Spooky Garage Rock. Amazing. You should check that out. Yeah. Um, and there's all, all sorts of other stuff. Time yeah. Bandage. Uh, the Do-Over is doing an, a themed episode called The Boo-Over. The Boo-Over. Which, that should be which every soon. time I see that on Twitter, it delights my soul. Yeah. Yep. So tons of stuff on the uh, website. Check yeah. that out. Yeah. Also, uh, oh, also check out uh, my new blog, uh, Middleist, M-I-D-D-L-E-I-S-T dot org. Inization. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll be posting more and more stuff. I'm just sort of getting it uh, situated on the internet webs now, but it's going to be full of lots of things. Yeah, um, to be on the internet, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can follow us at uh, if you want to follow the website. Uh, the website go to mo- at Modern Superior on Twitter, or you can follow See you Next Wednesday at SYNWPC on Facebook and Twitter. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how you follow all of us. That oh is yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. So uh, aside from that, we will, as always, see you next Wednesday. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, internet. Bye, internet. Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. I got honey stuck to my butthole. (laughs) I don't want that to be an ongoing thing. (laughs) See you next one, Zach. This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.